Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. to spooky best friends video game sleepover episode 81 our halloween spectacular you're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends i'm one of your hosts adam redding joining me is mike the platinum pumpkin head lopez what, is that a thing we're doing <laughs> yeah it, i think so it's like jazz hands i don't know how well maybe that's scary Ooh, doing this with your fingers is very scary <laughs> and uh david trick or tate oh, oh hey uh, hey guys it. oh are we doing this right now i we're doing- i'm sorry i was too busy playing mario on the nintendo switch oh you showboat which just you went showboat. live it just went live in new york city right now it's uh it's after midnight and very yeah. late and uh yeah so so here i am and uh, i'm no longer playing mario apparently yeah and that's sad podcast. Times. yeah you gotta, yeah. You gotta like, prioritize okay. but hey thank you for that illustrious illust illustrious 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 greeting adam illustrious redding oh i like it it's not it's not spooky but that's okay i mean like ghosts can be that sometimes oh yeah yeah so that's also also a bit later in the show we will be joined by eric anderson of cyan worlds the creators of mist riven abduction to name a few so stay yeah, that's tuned. Pretty awesome. Yeah, and cool. uh, Mike. Also, I would like to point out, Adam and I are both wearing our Star Wars themed clothing today. I well, you didn't tell me. I think I would have pulled my vast litany of Star Wars merchandise <laughs> <laughs> and put something you have on. Stuff? Do you actually have stuff? No, of course I don't. He's got nothing. I didn't didn't think so. Uh, I did want to point out really quick at the top of the show, if you're watching the video version, which this will be the last video version for a little while. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But uh, I have a Nintendo Zapper here from the original NES. And uh, hey, it's just 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 for my well, and there goes a dinosaur. But this is the problem. (laughs) This is the problem with gun violence in America, David. No, this is yeah. not a real gun. It's a light gun. It hey, it's light. Light doesn't hurt anyone. Tell that to whoever yeah. just got dropped. Yeah. <laughs> what? Light doesn't hurt oh, anyone. Tell, oh, tell the dinosaur. To... It was a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, so that's a dinosaur. That's fine. How else are you supposed to deal with hey, dinosaurs? Hey, you like Horizon Zero Dawn, and that game's all about killing dinosaurs. Yeah, so but with like well, bows and arrows. Like, yeah. The way God intended. Not with guns. <laughs> <The way. laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... Yeah, so light never hurt anybody? <laughs> Tell that to the people of Alderaan. <laughs> what is this show even about? <laughs> I think it's about Star Wars, right? Yeah, it's a Star Wars. No, no, no. The Spooky Best Friends video game sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. Thank you. But first, what are you playing at? I mean, it's pretty obvious what I've been playing at just now. Mm-hmm. Mario? Super Mario? I mean, yeah, Super Mario. You're playing some <laughs> yeah, friggin' what, Super Mario hey, over there. Hey, what's going on? I've been playing some <laughs> Super Mario here in New York, Brooklyn, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I j- literally just came out like 
a few minutes ago, so I have not actually been playing it yet. But by the time you listen to this podcast, I will have been playing Mario. Yes. Um, but also, I've been playing um, uh, Destiny 2 on PC, which hey dropped yo. earlier this week. And it is so pretty. Oh, my goodness. 60 frames per second, 1440p, mm. mouse and Mm-mm. keyboard controls. I can look like the thing about mouse, mouse and keyboard is you can look so much can- faster I can see mike dying on the inside yeah not only are you talking destiny but you're talking about pc gaming pc destiny he is extra <laughs> interested as you can see he's on his phone right now uh, so that's great anyway destiny 2 on pc glorious um, yeah and you got to play a little bit with chill with the ps4 mikey oh yeah i played with our with our pal mikey oh, that's cool. um and that was really fun he he uh he stayed up until like nine a.m. to play with me. So well, yeah, because he's <laughs> like over. He's he's like exactly twelve hours off of our yeah. time zone, right? Something yep. like that. So, so it's like the middle of the night when it's like normal time here in the real world. <laughs> in the real world, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. America, it, in the real world. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Should we start over? <laughs> Um, oh man. So yeah, uh let's see. Have I played anything else? Um I tried Stardew Valley a little bit on my Switch mm-hmm. and I I wasn't really feeling that, but mostly because Destiny 2. Um mm. <laughs> I've heard I've heard Stardew Valley's great. I mean, I was thinking about maybe picking it up, but I've heard it's great too, but I <sighs> only played like the first couple days and I don't think I played enough to get the hook. Yeah. So I've heard um, it starts a little slow, and you got to really kind of explore the mechanics to really get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing. Oh, I played Inside, and I streamed it. Yes, you that's did. True. I watched yeah, that. Yeah, and that, goodness, that ending is bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So, now that you've played it, we got to get we gotta get Mike to play it. Yes. Oh, I don't need to play it. I've seen it now. And now oh, you watched we, the whole thing? That's how streaming works. Well, you I watched the whole, it for watch the whole thing. It's affecting game sales now. Now, oh so here's gosh. the thing. Why does it ruin it? It's still fun to play. I don't but know now how he it knows, ends, David. Now he knows What's how it ends. Point? Also, he knows all the uh, all of the different uh, and the puzzles. solutions to all the puzzles. He's well, got to memorize. You, like, you could platinum that game so fast now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where all the secrets are, by the way. I only found three. So. We still got. We still got to do. We still got to do a spoiler cast with Eric on that. One. I agree oh, yeah, for sure. And I guess we'll just leave Mike out of that. Eric Kruger, that is right. Yeah, Eric Kruger. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess. Mike, I guess if Eric Anderson wants to come back, he could. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, what else are you playing, Michael? Oh yeah, Mike. Oh, oh, what yeah. else am I playing? Because I haven't said anything yet. But that's yeah. What, what else, else though? Yeah, I mean, what, Destiny what Two. What but else? What else? Out, out, outside <laughs> of playing David's stream of Inside, what else? Oh, are you playing? Well, I, I also played Mario Odyssey. I mean, you got exclusive rights on. I played it like last week, but you know, whatever. You played Uh, it at Target, though, right? I did play it at Target. Yeah. (laughs) They had a little kiosk and I got the hop in. Why did you have to blow it? It was behind closed doors demo. Well, talk to this guy over here. It was it was technically behind Target's closed doors. It was a very industry insider (laughs) thing to to be able to do, Mike. So it's very very hilarious. So, yeah. What do you think? I, I played it for like 15 minutes or so. And uh, you like played within, more than me. So I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say within about the first like 10 seconds, I was like, oh, it's Mario 64. But like newer. But 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 that's a good thing, right? I think if you're like if you're like still super into Mario 64 and you've been waiting for one of those kind of games to come out, then yeah, absolutely. I think this is. Gonna, I mean, why? 
why wouldn't you still be into one of the best games ever? You're still into Chrono Trigger. That's mm. really good. That's a good game. <laughs> so is Mario 64. Well, yeah, you know, true. Yeah. That. Um, is, no, I mean, I, I think people are going to like that game a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, it's already yeah. it's already getting rave reviews, right? I mean, IGN right. gave it a ten. Polygon gave it a nine five today. Um, today being the Thursday, the twenty uh, sixth. Yes. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's. I think it's already dethroned uh, Breath of the Wild on Metacritic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which so. is cr- so Mario is the only company that can one up. I'm sorry, Nintendo is the only company that can one up Nintendo. I guess yeah, apparently. <laughs> so. <laughs> What else are you playing, Mike? Uh, well, I picked up uh, The Witcher 3, the complete edition. It was on sale on uh, PSN. Haven't you already this week? beaten that I game? I have already beaten that game, but this is the complete edition, David. It has it is. two huge DLC packs I've never played before. Yeah, me. Uh, I'm just playing, I'm playing many, the incomplete edition. It's how many stupid. hours, though, of I, The Witcher 3 do you need to play? Well, I played it <laughs> previously. I think to beat it, it was like 120 hours or something like that. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. And you I need to play I, more I, of that game now? I went ahead and just go ahead and start that thing over again. So oh. I'm never playing another game ever again. I, I've Apparently got like a thousand not. hours of The Witcher 3 to play. Because so. <laughs> oh you have the gosh. expansions and everything now. Right? Yeah, yeah. It comes with Hearts of Stone and uh, what's the other one? The Blood and Wine uh, Blood and expansion. Wine, yeah. So um, I'll, I'll probably just be playing that forever now. Because if there's one thing we knew about The Witcher is that it was too short and needed to be expanded. Up. <laughs> if know, it had only seriously. been just a few more like side quests um, <laughs> that you could have gone on. And, and I think they solved that problem. So I'm, I'm yeah, 100% so. back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh, man. That's it for so, me. So yeah, I've been playing oh so much Cuphead. Oh, loving, yeah. Loving that game to oh, death. Um, we've beaten the first two worlds and beaten like one of the bosses of the third world so it's three worlds and then the finale whatever the finale is so mm-hmm. um but yeah loving that game so much it's it's a super excellent game um brutally difficult there have been times <laughs> where i've sworn in front of my children while uh <gasps> while playing cuphead oh <laughs> you my know, gosh usually try not to do such things but, wow you know i'm scandalized adam yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um but yeah it's it's still it's worth it if they start you know dropping f-bombs left right and center worth it cuphead's awesome um, oh man and then uh let's see oh zelda breath of the wild been playing a bunch of that um wow yeah i finally finally got you know uh, it got its know, hooks it got its hooks into me so yeah i've, yeah. I've played uh, probably about eight hours of it now so okay. i'm i'm definitely still mm-hmm basically mm. nowhere yeah <laughs> <So> <laughs> i still am scratching the surface but um, i'm really really liking it and then i also picked up in the spirit of spooky games mm-hmm. I, I i picked up little nightmares which oh cool oh, yeah. yeah yeah which is a game that looked really cool and then it got great reviews but it just at the time it came out i was just swamped with other games and other mm-hmm. stuff going on and it on, wasn't so. halloween either so like and it wasn't halloween yet um and so i i looked on my Xbox One, and lo and behold, I had like fifteen dollars of credit on there. So just like just there, I plunked down five extra bucks. Mm-hmm. And there you go, little nightmares. It's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I have not started that yet, but uh, by the time this comes out, I will have played it. So yeah, it looks uh, like uh, Tim. Oh, okay, you haven't played it yet, but it looks like Tim Burton esque. And mm-hmm. I actually found out that they're making a TV show based on that game now. Yeah, yeah, oh. which so, is interesting. But Weird. the the gameplay itself. Um, is uh, kind of kind of similar to Inside or, or Limbo, um, mm-hmm. 
from from what I've seen. And uh, also, if you recall, Tim Saray highly recommended it. So I was like, Oh, that's right. I forgot like, about Who that. Who am I? Who am I to <laughs> fly in the face of Tim Saray? <laughs> yeah, Tim <laughs> Tim Saray. You know, he knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so anyway, that's what I've been playing. Um, a little bit of SNES Classic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? I think um, that's about it. That's about cool. it for uh, for this fortnight. But yeah, it's been mostly Cuphead, mostly and Zelda, those two. Um, but yeah, are you guys Modest ready for the? Uh, yeah, are you guys ready for the SBF EGS fortnightly news no. wrap up? No. What is what? I don't understand. It has never <laughs> been called that. It never will never, be called that. David, why are you never ready for this segment? That That's no, I'm question. ready for the segment, but it's not called <laughs> whatever that was. It's called the news. <laughs> A sharp one. <laughs> it's a short. It was, he it's put like some, he put some stank on that one. Oh, did I? Did. I don't. I yeah. didn't mean to do that. That's gross. So <laughs> the news. Um, the news. There, almost so, got it. I'm, Nailed it. I'm pretty proud of you, but not quite Nailed. right. Nailed it. So um, remember, you can <laughs> submit it. news stories for discussion uh, on the show at our subreddit sbfvgs.reddit.com. Like. Let's see. Who did it? Who did it? Who was good? Who done it? Oh, uh, a Monopoly loser. Oh yeah, Monopoly loser. I, don't, <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> I'm not sure who you are, but thank you for posting. That was yeah. that was a super awesome. So Monopoly loser has posted the news. Uh oh, EA no. has closed Visceral. Now this one, this story has oh, been omnipresent, basically. Right. So I don't want I don't want to beat it too much into the ground. Although like, we haven't talked about it yet, it's like, we haven't talked now, about it. But yeah, but yeah, this is last week, uh, or I guess a week and a half ago now. By the time it was you're like right to after this. we recorded or something yeah. like that, yeah. And and it was a gut punch, I think, across the industry. Oh I mean, my gosh! Especially with a lot of people right now, kind of going through. Uh, I know we have a couple of listeners who just played through. Um, uh, Dead Space, you know, in the spirit of the mm, season, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, visceral just just getting shut down like that is 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 sad, and, and especially in light of, um, you know, Amy Hennig, her involvement. You know, this this thing was probably going to be an amazing game for it Uncharted was, fans. Like, yeah, it was like going to be Star Wars, but Uncharted style. Yeah, which I was. I mean, th- that's the perfect because Uncharted is actually kind of sort of inf- well. I mean, it's a lot like Indiana Jones, which. Yeah is another George Lucas idea. So like yeah. they all kind of come from that same, like, you know, the, the serialized, you know, movie stuff from the fifties and forties and sixties yeah, and that, whatever at, at high adventure. Yeah. Like the pulpy, like good guys, bad guys. So it would have been, it would have been a, a pretty fun game. And EA is like, ah, you know what? We can't sell loot boxes in this. Yeah, up, so up that's the table. <laughs> that's basically what everyone's saying is like, yeah, we they're gonna make this into like a destiny like or a um you know whatever it is. But you know, I, I did want to put kind of a positive spin on it. And something we talked about a little bit in the Discord is if there is a destiny type persistent world, shared world shooter type game uh in any universe like the star wars one for me is kind of appealing like i wouldn't mind mm-hmm. hopping in and just going to star warsy locations and doing cool stuff however yeah, that sounds pretty cool but but amy Hennig, i know so amy like i'm what i'm here's what i'm hoping here's best case scenario and i and it probably won't end up being this but mm-hmm. just to put a positive spin on this thing i'm i was thinking about what if what if they pivoted the design as they say they're they're wanting to do, right? And they they have all these super great like handcrafted 
uh, missions, basically, or chapters, probably, in an yeah. Uncharted-type game. Yeah. Right? But you take that that well-fleshed-out, handcrafted, really polished section, and you make that like a Mass Effect story mission, right? So you have this, like, more of a... You get a little bit more RPG in there and a little bit more shared world. Maybe it's the best of all three worlds. That would be that would be ideal, right? If it yeah. if you could go and you're in this world and you go pick up a mission and now it's this highly handcrafted amazing experience when you go to do the mission. Like that to me, I could get behind something like that. Yeah, I that'd be nice, but I I th- I'm pretty sure with this announcement came the revelation that Amy Hennig is no longer on the project, right? Cuz their whole studio shut down and she was part well, of the studio. So Visceral shut down and there was a statement that EA is in talks with Amy to see, you know, where, where she's going to land. Mm -hmm. So it, I mean, my gut tells me she's probably like, nah, I'm going to walk, you know, but I would, I would be so gutted anyway. It it stinks, right? Cause it, it, it seems very familiar. It seems like a lot like what we heard with Uncharted 4. Uh, Yeah. Amy working on that and, and Naughty Dog at some point saying, you know, we think we want to shift a, a different direction yeah and not quite the same like i don't not, think not, Naughty no, Dog yeah, wanted I, I, to make i don't it think it's quite lying yeah. or whatever yeah I, I agree i just it's just like well here's here's another like and, and at least i you know uncharted 4 but uh i think it's one of those things seeing her work on this product and, and having someone say you know we think we want to we want to pivot things a little bit and then she jumps off the project what i assume is like kind of creative reasons you know she has a vision for what she thinks this is yeah and mm-hmm. if it doesn't line up then you know that makes sense but to kind of see it happening again like now with the star wars game it's like man this is a bummer yeah, yeah. it is and it's and been i don't want so to... long since we've had I... a game from her now <laughs> yeah she's super talented i, I mm-hmm. hope that yeah. i hope that her her influence and her work on this thing is still felt when you play the final product but god knows when we're gonna get that right i mean yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. said it's gonna be probably at least a couple years out now at this point so sure <sighs> anyway so moving right along this mm-hmm. one's submitted by David J. Tate. Ooh. Ooh. Who's that? Oh, sounds like, he sounds very handsome. He sounds like a handsome, eligible bachelor to me. He sure does. Man, <laughs> I, I should slide <laughs> into those DMs real quick. <laughs> so, Venture that got Beat. weird. <laughs> Venture Beat has reported uh, the Super NES Classic outsold the Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox One <laughs> in the past month. Yeah, in the that, last month, yeah. That's pretty wild. I mean... It was a pretty hot commodity. And, and in it was, a lot of ways it makes sense because it's only 80 bucks compared 80 to bucks, yeah. the cheapest other one on that list is two ninety nine, right? Yeah, the Switch. Yeah. I mean, or unless you're getting that Mario bundle, that's like 380 I think. Oh, yeah. how is that in any way a deal? It comes with a, it, it's like there's not a price break at all. It's, yeah. it's the Switch, okay. which is two ninety nine, uh-huh. the game, which is 60 bucks, and a carrying case, which was already 20 <laughs> So... Not but a deal, just a bundle. <laughs> not a deal. They're just all in one box. Okay. So anyway, sure. Just buy or beware. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's a cool story though. I'm glad. I'm glad they were actually able to crank out enough to to hit this because we didn't. Yeah. We, we didn't see that story for the NES Classic. No. We couldn't buy one. You know. Yep. So. So far, it's looking one, pretty good. And, and we heard that there's going to be more shipments of SNES Classics yeah. coming in the next week or so. So. Yeah. It finally. It, well, I mean. I, I'm I'm gonna say this, but it, it sounds like I'm bagging on Nintendo, but I'm just I'm I root for Nintendo, right? Yeah. I mean, like, so you know, with, with Adam Zelda, and I, Adam and I, we you're there, we mm-hmm. root for Nintendo, and yeah. Mike just wants them to die. 
I don't think I've ever said that. <laughs> Mike is the grumpy Gus who hates every Nintendo game. Maybe, maybe I'm I'm someone who loves them so much that I've needed to separate myself until you know they're they're in a better place. No, you, mm. you know though, Mike, I gotta say I highly recommend that you personally get a Switch because and hear me out. Okay, hear me out, Mike. I'm listening because it has become. The <laughs> he's asleep. He's asleep. So rude. <laughs> I forget. This is no. all video now. I can't get away with it. <laughs> no, because the switch has become what the Vita once aspired to be. It's true. You know, it's it's this AAA machine that also has a ton of indies. It's a great handheld. Even if you only ever used it as a handheld, it's a fantastic yeah. purchase. It is the Vita, but good. Right. That's my, okay. Well, that's how the I Vita. The Vita well, is still still better. Still very but good. They're just no one's mm. making any games. So for it. so if yeah. I go to a store today and I buy a Switch, can I get Chrono Trigger on it? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, you not yet. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but however, <laughs> once once they do enable Virtual Console, you'll be able to get the SNES version of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that would be nice. And and that with no load time. See, that's I gotcha. I gotcha. Yep. yep. You gotcha, Mike. Yeah. Gotcha. And in the meantime, you could play the amazing Zelda, the yeah. apparently excellent Mario game, which I, I'm sure it will be, but I haven't played it yet. I have. Um, you'll yeah. be able to play. Uh, let's see. I don't well, know. Thinking, lots of other yeah. games. Mm. It, yeah. I'm just too tired. It's it's one a.m. Mike. <laughs> yeah, sure. Don't don't judge me. It's one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Night in the Woods, one of my favorite games of the past few months. Oh yeah. Um, great, fantastic game. Uh, Night in the Woods coming to mobile platforms next year. That's, yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool, right? Fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I have, uh, basically, I was just, uh, there it was. I was on the YouTube. Uh-huh. I saw a little news blurb about it. I said, I said, that's, you know, oh, it was IGN who reported it. So, yeah, that's definitely exciting. I think, you know, whatever gets that game to more, a broader audience, you know, because that easily playable on something like an iPad or yeah. an iPhone, yeah. you know. And it's gorgeous. It, I think it's a perfect fit. It's it's got this eye catching art style. So yeah, more people need to play Night in the Woods. And if I think yeah, yeah I'm still waiting same for lines, that Switch I th- version. I think they're doing a sale either right now or very soon. They're doing a yes. um, a Halloween sale. So it's sixteen sixty six, and the the, yeah. the three sixes are like bolded. It's it's actually kind of hilarious. Yeah, it's the, the devil's work. Yeah, it's the devil's work. But it's a Steam sale, right? 66. Fun fact, when I was a kid growing up, my address was 1666 King Street, though. So oh we kind goodness. of balanced the devil with the king, who, you know, like <laughs> the king of kings. You, you know, want to track, track down David's old haunts? There's his address. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. If you want to go see what that house was like, it's fine. I don't care. I don't live there anymore. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, this one's submitted by our own Michael, our mm. own Michael Taco Douglas. Oh, yeah. Taco Douglas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Connect is um. finally dead. Finally dead. Really officially dead. According Rest to Polygon. In peace. My heart. How? <laughs> I don't understand how future generations are gonna, you know, appropriately play Just Dance <laughs> games on Xbox hardware now. We never got that Star Wars game that they talked. You remember that Star Wars game that they showed off? Yeah. We never yeah, got the lightsaber yeah. one. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 If you're if yeah. you're watching the screen, you will see footage of that never released game right now. 
Wait, and, which way uh, is it? Is it down from me? And, uh, it's it's just on the screen. We don't see oh. us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> technology. Yeah, technology. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, the last one I've got here. Oh, no, I have two. I've got two more. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold is getting Tales from the Borderlands in November. That's really cool. That's a yeah, really good yeah. game. It's amazing. That's a great game. Also, uh, tr- a Trackmania Turbo, which sounds kind of like almost like a Excite Bike type thing where you can create your own tracks, do lots of stunts. Uh, I haven't played that myself, but um, and then also on the 360, which of course are backwards compatible. Knights into Dreams, the old Sega game. Oh my god! Um, oh my so goodness! Yeah, the Sega Saturn wow. platformer from '96. And then also uh, Deadfall Adventures, which is an action-adventure game set in the Alan Quatermain universe. Sure. Okay. Yeah. As, we, Whatever as you we say. All, the, of course, the Alan Quatermain universe, which we all know and love so much. I'll yes. know, it's my favorite universe. It's Other than <laughs> most of the other Star, ones. Star Wars nothing. It's all about <laughs> Alan Quatermain. Oh, um, my goodness. And then this breaking news... Adam is going to be so broke. Oh, yeah. What is this all about? I just saw that so, on art. According to um, Metacritic, Super Mario Odyssey sitting at 97. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins sitting at 84. Mm-hmm. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus at 90. Now we're talking. Oh, it went up to 90. Oh, yeah. Oh, that wow. Was, this was a screen cap from earlier today. Uh, oh, so okay. It, it may have fluctuated. Some of these may have moved a little. But yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to be broke. So I, I guys, I have a conundrum and I need you guys to help me solve it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I really, really want to play the new Wolfenstein Wolfenstein too. Me too. Yeah. Of course. That's that is what I was going to say. But there's a Switch version coming next year, and I feel like Wolfenstein Two is not the sort of game I want to buy twice because Uh, I'll probably play. I'll probably play it one time, and then I'm I've beaten it, and that's it. You know. It's not like there's no reason to keep coming back to it, really. So, mm. so, so, do I wait for the Switch version that does not have a release date yet? Absolutely no. not. No, no, no. You get it on PC on you and play it on your insane rig, and where it will look incredible, right? Yeah, and that's what you need to do. And or we're, we're definitely going to be talking about it for Game of the Year awards. So, I mean. <laughs> Or you can play it on PS4 if you uh, just want to be able to play it without having to mess around with drivers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I first, never have to first mess time around try, with drivers. I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. I never, <laughs> I don't know what, like, it sounds like you, last time you played on PC, like, there was no plug and play, which has been around since, like, 95, so. Uh, yeah, but did you reinstall the driver, David? I've, I've never had to How's reinstall your direct a driver. How's doing? I, I don't even know what that is really. Mm-hmm. So, mm. I mean, I know what it is. I know now, did you get now, now who's the PL. PC gamer, David? Did you get? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. See, that's the... The, my point is, I don't have to know about these things. It just works now. Oh, yeah. Well, GeForce, well. GeForce. When you when you plug one into your computer, you install the GeForce Experience, and it basically sets everything up for you. Every game, you just run it through GeForce Experience. It sets all the settings to what runs best on that card. You don't have to worry about anything. This section of the show brought to you by Nvidia. Yeah, oh, <laughs> guys, Nvidia GPUs are where it's at. So, <laughs> hey, all I wouldn't right. mind a sponsorship. Yeah, there you go, Nvidia. You go. Give me that 1080 Ti. Filling it out. <laughs> No, no, David. We are we are faithful to Audible. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. This is Audible. Uh, are we at the ad part? No. No. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> it got weird there. You stopped. Yeah, you just stopped. Well, I just wanted to let it marinate, you know. Okay. Let it sizzle, sizzle. as Michael Jackson would say. Yeah. Yeah. So or, yeah. this is a very spooky episode, you guys. It certainly is. Yeah. It's a so very spooky. spooky. Um, you know, even though it has it's been more there's been some levity, but <laughs> we're about to take it down. Oh. We're about to take it down serious and scary style. Okay. Down, down to Chinatown? <laughs> down to Chinatown. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my. So, um, are you guys ready for the tweets? I don't know. You just hyped them like they were going to be really scary. So probably they're going to be scary. They're going to so be scary. I'm Mike, probably not anymore. Then take ready. it away. Okay. Uh, you guys want to start with community question? Sure. Let me try that again. Let me try that with English words. Do you want to try the community question? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll start with the community. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh. Okay, community question for this episode is what is the best spooky game you've played this year? Now for me, this is easy because I don't play very many many spooky games. Mm-hmm. So I played it until dawn this year. It was about the only spooky game I really played. Okay. Uh, but I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. So it was the there best one I played this year. Okay. What about you? What about you, David? I, You're part of the community. I sure am part of the community. And I played I've played a bunch. Um I played Layers of Fear. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I played um, Resident so that, Evil 7 yeah. in PSVR, mm-hmm. and I played Inside. I think mm-hmm. I think that's it. Didn't you? What was that other one you played with the, the real spooky uh, dude with the red eyes following you around the house? Oh, I don't remember the name of that one. Uh, that was Saint, a code. Saint something? Yeah, Mike, Mikey gave me that one. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, so, yeah. So, I, I think if I had to pick... Um, I think Resident Evil Seven. It was I played it in PSVR. It was really spooky. I screamed one time on stream, mm-hmm. very <laughs> embarrassingly. Good. And uh, yes, yeah, so oh that would, man, that would be yeah. It. I remember playing that intro section oh. in in VR. I'm gonna and stop just being like, Adam. <gasps> hang on, hang on, Adam. Your yeah. your image is completely frozen, so I don't want to keep going. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to edit you're, this. You're slowly. just sitting there like this. You oh got, we look very swarmy. <laughs> so can you just disable and re-enable your video really quick? Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, there it's back. It's it's back. Okay, so, well, hold on. Yeah, so go ahead and tell me what you the were. the PlayStation VR on, this creature is like all up in my grill, all in my face, and I was like, <sighs> you know, doing one of these. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was terrifying. It's very spooky. It's it's really good, but I in the end I preferred the higher detail level, you know, mm. in in two D with no VR. I preferred but. the fully immersed. No, and I grandma I get that is looking me right in the face. Oh, uh, grandma! Yeah, grandma's um, so creepy. But I do have to give inside bonus points for just the most insane ending I've ever seen in a game. <laughs> 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 um. So yeah, uh, how about you, Adam? What was the spookiest game you played? So I also played Inside and Resident Evil 7 this year. What else? Any other spooky games I played? I think it's down between those two. Okay. I gave both of them five out of five burritos. 
it's true. Oh, I need to I need to give inside a rating, huh? Yes, you do. Because I beat it. I, I'm going to give it four and a half out of five pizzas. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I kind of wish it was a little bit longer. And I probably won't ever play it again. So a game that I'll never play again, I tend to not give like a five out of five. Like the games that keep me coming back, <laughs> as much as I hate to say this, the games that keep me coming back are the ones that I'm going to tend to uh. give higher ratings I know it's you're the problem. I am. I am part of the problem. But Amy, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm tweeting Amy right now about this. <laughs> no. I'm, t- I'm telling her no. on you. I, she's still one of my favorites. She'll no. always be one of my favorites. You hate her. No, and it's your fault. That this I don't happened. hate her. I love her games. <laughs> Amy, if you ever listen to this, which I'm sure you won't. But if you do, <laughs> I love your games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So I guess I would have to answer Resident Evil 7. Um, it was it was just longer it was uh you know oh gosh but inside mm. Man, it's a real just a real short story no, you know time, what? huh inside sorry it's back oh back wow to i was gonna inside see is... i was gonna say two out of three uh sbfs agree but apparently not and uh adam's taking a real long sip of some drink yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> So, um, yeah, Michael, you take it away. Yeah. Take it away. So, so from the community, uh, we got Joseph Grimm. He said, uh, just finished the first dead space, which is I'm now I'm, I'm inserting in here. I've cut off his tweet. Very right, rudely. Right. That's the very best dead space. So no, the second oh, for one, sure. definitely no. the second one. No, the first, first one's one. better. No, yeah. I, I 100% disagree. The second one is so much better. Okay. Well, it's two against one. So. Yeah. I, uh, I guarantee you more people think the second one's better. Well, two out of three SPFs agree. No! SPS one. <laughs> How could you? That was my thing. <laughs> so just, I've just finished the first Dead Space while writing this. Good timing. That in itself is also spooky. Yeah. <laughs> that is good timing. Um, uh, Gameskeeper Spike. I think he used yeah. to be Gameskeeper Mike. Oh, it's mm-hmm. Halloween, so there you go. Yes. Uh, RE7, hands down. Yeah, there yeah, you go. That's a great game. Uh, Russell Biggerstaff, RE7 in VR for about 10 minutes. I know, I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I understand. Uh, Quinji yeah. wrote in, and uh, he wrote in Hellblade, and this is on my list. I really want to play Hellblade. Uh, Hellblade. I really want to play it, too. I want to play it so bad. good. I want to be able to pronounce the title um, as well, but <laughs> I'll, I'll work my way to both of those. Yeah, is it Senua? Senua's sacrifice? I don't even know. I have no idea. Because I, I remember on a previous podcast that I said Sueño, which is like, <laughs> which is very fancy. Sueño. It's a very Spanish uh, pronunciation of it. Uh, really quickly, guys. Metacritic, Dead Space, 86. Dead Space 2, 87. Sorry, sounds like the majority of people agree with me. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> By one <man>. point. <laughs> By one point. Oh, you can't you can't argue. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Does Wikipedia have anything to say? Because we no, all know I, that Wikipedia I, cannot be questioned. <laughs> Wikipedia made me lose the whole Horizon Zero Dawn like Zelda <laughs> argument. Very true. JJ uh, wrote in and said, "Seeing as though I didn't finish Little Nightmares yet, I pick Inside." Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, to the games we already talked about. Good. So some Good solid game. picks here. Um, NTFTT Pod wrote in and said, "PT for nostalgia." I'm oh, gonna guess PT. that means they. They've replayed the game this year. Um, oh, okay, yeah. That, oh gosh, it was such a terrifying game. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's, that game that's, was the most I, scary of all the yeah, games. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play it this year, but I got to say that's probably the scariest thing I've ever played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spooky Definitely. man. Spooky oh. Mayor wrote and said, The Evil Within 2, beautifully unsettling levels with spot-on sound design, plus oh, compelling yeah. narrative. Yeah, I've, I've been heard seeing really good a lot, things. I've been seeing a lot of people playing that, a lot of praise for it. Yeah. yeah. So. I've heard people saying that, like, people that didn't like the first one really like the second one. Like, Polygon's huh. like that. They didn't, okay. The person who reviewed the first one didn't like it, but yeah. loved the second one. Yeah, I've huh. kind of heard that a little bit, too. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh... Brad Kaboski, I think I said that right. If I didn't, well, that's how Twitter <laughs> works. There's not uh, a whole lot he can do about it. No, sure can't. <laughs> it's my show. Uh, wrote in Resident, <laughs> Resident Evil Seven. Uh, yeah, Judge Greg so wrote quite Ox- a few votes for Resident Evil. Yeah, 7 yeah so it far. seems like to be the winner. If yeah. I had to pick one, yeah, we've only got I two don't. left here, so I'll get through these. Judge Greg wrote in Oxenfree, which. I haven't played Oxenfree. Is that specific? I haven't even heard of Oxenfree. I, no, yeah, I've definitely heard of Oxenfree. It's a, an adventure game. It was one of the free games uh, with gold last month, I want to say, on Xbox. Huh. Um, I downloaded it. have not played it yet. I story of my life. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely am looking forward to that one. I is didn't it, know it was, spooky? I didn't know it was spooky. I maybe thought it was it more just like, you know, like a... That's what I thought too, but maybe. I haven't played it, so I could be totally wrong. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's spooky. I and, can't uh, help but notice it uses the exact same font as Night in the Woods for its text. So that's interesting. Mm. <laughs> and like speech bubbles and everything. So that's interesting. Uh, doesn't look that spooky from the gameplay I'm watching, but we'll have to take his word for it. Sure. I'm uh, terrified. And then last but not least, Rodrigo wrote in and said Resident Evil 7 PSVR is by far spookiest. Oh my oh. goodness! So, so a lot of Resident Evil picks. <clears throat> yeah, such, it's such a good game. Which I get. It was so. Also, it was just so nice to have a series that I love, like return to greatness. You know, I know. Usually, you don't see it, right? Yeah. You usually yeah. see it. once it, once a series goes downhill, it's like good. It's never coming back. You know, yeah, like right. e- and especially with we saw Silent Hill kind of go go that way. It went down. Yeah. Like the first few games great, and then it went downhill, and then there Down's was hope. Silent Hill. There <laughs> went down Silent Hill. <laughs> then there were there was hope there with with Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro, mm. and that that went down. And so we got PT out of that, right? So, but right. we we never did get that that new Silent Hill. So, so yeah. it's, it's just really cool that they that they took a cue from that and and managed to pull off what Silent Hills was about to pull off, but in the Resident Evil franchise. Yes, awesome. yeah, yeah, it's true. So, so there you go. Okay, so moving into Twitter questions proper mm-hmm. the first one up is from the origami killer oh yeah. my gosh origami killer writes in trick or treat and it doesn't matter what you answer because i got three would you rathers oh okay <laughs> i'm gonna uh, say treat my yeah treat of course oh i don't want to be tricked i like treats well, so okay. there you go I mean, you're in for some would you rathers let's, let's <laughs> okay. knock these out all right. be fun all right all right first one's up would you rather get baby carrots or raisins for Halloween? Definitely raisins. Raisins, raisins. for sure. I yeah. love raisins. They're so raisins, good. Although there is a nature's stigma. candy. Nature's there is a candy. stigma about <laughs> getting raisins when you go trick or treating. Like you want candy, not raisins. So I think that's yeah. Where, yeah, yeah but, get, but if I go up to that house and they're and they're tossing either a box of raisins or a little baggie <laughs> of baby carrots, <laughs> like just just passing them out willy nilly, I'm praying for the raisins. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, and we talked about this the other day, Mike, how I, I wonder if people's hatred of raisins really stems from 
having to dig around in those sticky little boxes as a kid. Oh. Yeah, that is fair. Because um, I never, I never liked that part. I was the kid just tapping furiously yeah, on the exactly. bottom of that's, it that's, the, the trick to see if you, I could get that final you flick raisin. The box, yeah. until the raisins come loose and you pour them in your mouth, and that's like what a, you do. Yeah, yeah, like a genius. Yeah. Um, they come in those boxes. It was the cheapest. It probably was the cheapest. Okay, next up. <laughs> Would you rather feel like you're being watched and seeing and seeing something out of the corner of your eye or periodically feeling something brush your skin only oh. to find nothing is there? Ugh. Oh. I guess I'd rather feel like I'm being watched. I think I'd rather feel like I'm being watched because I stream by choice as it is. <laughs> David loves to be watched. I love to be watched. Watch me. Watch me, guys. Well, there you go. There I am. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last Mike? one's up. Mike, Mike. What's that? Don't yeah, you, you have to answer. answer these? Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, watch. Like, I okay. don't care if I can see you, but you guys watch. Drink it in. It's but, great. But if you, but Drink if you touch, it in. But if you touch me and then phantom away, no. Mm. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna die. Like, that's yeah, I mean, true. maybe if you're like really good at back scratches. No, that's, that's <laughs> not what this is. The phantom. Because, because the thing is, any anytime anything <laughs> phantomly like sets yeah, off like my you probably sense, aren't expecting right? it. You have to kind of be expecting it. Well, yeah. And and anytime anything like like lightly brushes past me, I just assume spiders. Yeah. yeah. I okay. I just walk into a spider web. I know it, and I yeah. There's yeah, no good it, scenario where you're being touched by a phantom. Okay, well, I finished the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I had to finish that oh sentence. Oh, my. Um, oh, okay. my. Oh, wait. Do we have George Takei here? Is he here? Stop it. We can't do this right now. Wow. Oh, oh, oh Wilson's here, too. Halloween boss stage the last one up. Our Halloween right, boss stage is a merry hug kill. The Oregon oh Killer really brought it. So, yes. yeah. Mary Hug Kill, Freddy Krueger, Jason, and Jigsaw. And the answer oh. here is very, very easy. Now, is this Jason from uh, Heavy Rain? Jason? <laughs> that, does, that doesn't seem likely. That from seem the Origami Killer? Not Jason from Heavy <laughs> Rain? Not Jason, because Jason's a little boy, and I don't think so? there should be an option to marry him. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, no, but you can David, hug him? Yeah, David, but it's gross. on the table. It's gross, David. Uh. Fine. This is America. You okay. Don't do that kind of thing. All right. So we're right, so, 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 so disappointed. <laughs> we certainly, we certainly have to kill Freddy Krueger, right? No, I mean, absolutely not. Okay, Freddy Krueger, Jason, Jason, and Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you marry. No. You marry Jigsaw. No. 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 He's the just the worst and the creepiest. I don't want any of them. Okay. Here's here's the thing. I get. Maybe, maybe not great to look at, but Freddy Krueger is at least he's got personality. He seems like he's funny sometimes. He does seem like he's funny, right? And I bet you the no, absolute best back scratches you've ever had in your life. You know, you can get over looks. <laughs> you know, Adam looks fade as it is. Yeah, I got know? married. I mean, anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I don't know if I can. Well, I think I'm with you, Mike. He's, I think he's Freddy got. Krueger, he's, got the, he's got the back scratcher. Yeah, he's got, oh man, could you imagine just a gentle? Ooh. He was rocking the fedora before yeah. everyone hated it. <laughs> he's got great taste in sweaters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, but he's he has a horribly, horribly 
burned out face. But Adam, I like I said, looks fade. Why are you so they, focused on the visual? Yeah, you seems very shallow, Adam. Yeah, I am very shallow when it comes to marrying <laughs> Freddie. I mean, I mean, one of your options, one of your options is Jason. I don't Who knows? think he could be devilishly handsome, under but he's there. never going to take the mask off. So how would you know? And plus, I'm not really I don't really dig people in overalls. Wait, so. hold on. Maybe maybe <laughs> the mask. Think... Maybe the mask works like a veil, though. <laughs> you lift it up. Yeah. <laughs> on the you wedding lift day. The mask. You, lift, you lift Jason's mask on the oh, wedding day. Gosh. And there you have a lovely Tom Selleck face. <laughs> that's very optimistic. It's and you have possible. no way to prove that that's what's under there. Okay, so I'm I, sure I'm I gonna kill you, Jason. Like I'm I, talking. You, well, I'm, I'm okay, talking, so you've already messed up. You can't kill Jason. So <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking quickly down under era Tom Selleck. Yeah, I, no, need that Jason I, I get it. When you say Tom Selleck, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so you 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 kill Jigsaw. Yeah, he's what just the worst. What is Jigsaw gonna do? He can, can nothing. He even right? Move? Right. He can't even move. Is is I Jigsaw like, going to get like a regular job and support me? No. So I think Jigsaw, <laughs> you know, and call me superstitious, but I think Jigsaw is going to put me in some awful death trap room. But do you ever gonna have see to, him like, ever do and, anything? No, and he's going to constantly like, be singing from the TV every day. I'm going to get home from work and he's going to be sitting there playing a game. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, I need you to connect with me on a personal level. <laughs> Okay, yeah, kill, we gotta kill Jigsaw. Oh yeah, so Jigsaw's gosh. done. Not, not even a He's mouthful. dead. And, and I guess I'm marrying Jason oh, with the hopes so that Tom Selleck face underneath. You have like a 50-50 shot, I guess. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, and then J- and Freddy, you can, you can get a hug. But I think out. that's a dangerous game, to not marry Freddy and go for the hug. Mm, I don't think it's gonna end well for you. I say, he really wanted to give you his heart. Yeah, I say you go Freddy. You marry that, that, that personality. I think and my I, cat made another door. appearance in the podcast. He was on, oh, he was on last episode. <laughs> no, he was. Um, yeah. Jason seems like a good hugger. Yeah. Mm. Very so. strong hugs, I bet. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You'd feel very safe. Well, we I figured do. it out, I think. I think so. <laughs> I think Adam's a little mixed up on this one, but I, I, get, I get the logic, so I'm not going to fault him for it. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, okay, what's next? next? Man, what I don't have? even know. Holy smokes. What do I do after that? Uh, we've got, I see one from uh, NTFTT pod that you yes, put in that's, our email. That's true. Um, this is, this is a pretty good one. Uh, NTFTT pod wrote in and said, which one of you would be the worst ghost in the afterlife? I think, I, I think I already have the answer. It would okay. be me. You think so? And, okay. And all I would say is show your work. And that's all I do the whole time. Uh, I'm that's really yeah, good, though. I hundred percent agree that you would okay. be the worst ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Although, although Mike strikes me as maybe the most mischievous ghost friend. He okay, would probably so, prank so you all the time. Here's, yeah. here's what I would say: as a ghost, I'm not going to work all the time. I just don't do that. So yeah. yes, I'm gonna you ha- do. I'm right gonna now, have to, you work no, all the time. This is a very special week for me. Um, <laughs> I'd have to pick like a time and a place, like. Ghosts have routines, right? That's like that's the thing. Oh, it's always the, the creepy lady on the stairs, or yeah, that's true. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the knock at three a.m. Like, yeah, what would be your thing? What's your uh, trademark? <laughs> what would be my trademark? I mean, we've maybe... established David's trademark is just the worst. <laughs> it <laughs> is <laughs> super bad. Drive anyone insane that I haunted, basically. 
I think I would uh I think I would probably just hang out in the bathroom a lot. Mm. <laughs> That's already it's already the most uncomfortable time for people whether cuz because if you go to take a shower, right? You always assume yes, murder behind the shower curtain every time. Right. Yeah, of course. And now Unless, and now also yeah. sometimes ghost. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, here's what my ghost would do. <clears throat> I would hide out behind cardboard cutout stand-ups of Arnold Schwarzenegger in video stores. <laughs> okay, I like it. Or Best Buys or what have you. Whenever there is like a Terminator stand-up, right? There I am behind it. Right. And I'm going, hello, come on, <laughs> get over here, buy my new movie. See, you sound like you'd be the best ghost. <laughs> so, it's very would, good. That yeah. would be so much fun. People would be into that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, we got a question from, uh, from Move. Mix yes. it up okay. and go with, go with some video game related questions. Uh, <laughs> with, Probably a good idea. With downgraded third party games coming to the Switch, mm, do you think yes. that this will hurt Nintendo or do you think that the portability of the Switch will trump the fact that there are better versions out there? I, I 100% think that portable versions, like, like when Mass Effect Andromeda came out, all I could think of for some reason was, man, I just wish I could play this on my Switch. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I guess I think I'd gone on a bunch of vacations right around that time mm-hmm. and I couldn't bring my PS4 with me everywhere I went. So it would have been great to just pop in on my switch here and there and do a couple missions and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, I get it. And I, I personally do not care if, you know, it's like a downgraded polygon and the view distance isn't quite as far and all that stuff. I, I, as long as I can play it anywhere, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like for say for Doom or Wolfenstein, uh, as long as it's a good port, right, and it it mm-hmm. runs you know well enough, it doesn't have to be screaming 4K 60 frames a second, you know, like, <laughs> if for for me to enjoy it. Like I I I've played many games at 30 frames or sub 30 frames and enjoyed them, but for me, yeah, I I think the portability absolutely trumps a lot of the downgrades. Um, even though I did tell you. This is completely going against what I told you to do with Wolfenstein, which is to play it, it sure on your does. PC. Yeah, I was going to bring I'm just that saying, up. I'm don't saying, wait. Sure. That's just saying, we're just saying don't wait for that. One. I'm just don't saying, wait. yeah, don't wait. Don't that's, that's more. That's less of an issue of uh, of you know downgraded performance and more of an issue of just play it now. Right. You know, if it was available everywhere day one, then I don't care yeah. where you buy it. Just buy it. Yeah, so, but for me, I just know, like, I, I have that same feeling, David. Like, every time my some new game comes out, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could play that on the Switch. Because then I could just play it in the van pool. I could play it on my lunch hour. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it definitely increases your ability to play it wherever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Okay. I got a, I've got a good one. Okay. I got a really good mm. one here from, from Necro Omnom Icon. Oh. <laughs> Let me try that again. Necro I can, Om- I can do that better. The Necro Omnomicon. <laughs> yeah, there See, we go. Now, now the joke works because I can read better. <laughs> who, who is really hyper syntax? Who I've played Destiny Two with? He's a great guy. Mm. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh. Now, before you mm. answer, for me, this is this is maybe the scariest question on our whole list. <laughs> because, it is one of the spookiest. Because if you have if you have a friend that says yes, a hot dog is a sandwich, they're instantly dead to you. <laughs> well, now why mike because they're wrong and it's the worst thing you can say okay hey mike yes okay oh well my goodness. now and now the reason this podcast is scary because i have the ghost of david haunting me because david's <laughs> dead to me uh what now it has meat in between 
two pieces of bread. Well, one piece of bread. It's really. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. what it, what are two pieces of bread, if not one piece of bread cut into? Mm, you know, no. that's not how sliced yeah. bread works. Well, it uh, sure so I'm is. Thinking it's of, one uh, piece of bread uh-huh. and you slice it. Right. And there's two. Yeah. But that's not how, I, that's not a hot dog bun. Yeah, sure no, is. but listen, you can listen. easily think make it the, separated if you'd like to. It's the think same of the substance. subway. Think of the subway sandwich, right? You have the submarine, if you will. It's one big piece of bread, similar to a hot dog bun, that has been sliced, and it's still adjoined on the one side. And is that a sandwich? Mm, it is no. a sandwich. No, yeah, it is. It's it sure very is. much. That's it closer. Very much is I would sandwich. say that's like a hoagie. Well, that sub- a hoagie, sub- is, a hoagie is a sandwich, and as hoagie and a hero in New York City, we call them heroes for some reason. Why wouldn't they just call the, them sandwiches if they were sandwiches? Because we do call them <laughs> sub sandwiches. No, yeah, I think so, I think it's different. No, it's not. So here's, like a here's sub the sub sandwich thing, is like a is like a bad sandwich, like a subpar. No. No. Now, answer me this, guys. Yeah, if you were to take that same Jersey Mike sandwich or whatever and mm-hmm. flip it this way, and now the opening is facing skyward. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't see your camera anymore, so you're going to have to ne- paint me a word picture. I, I okay. can't see your camera, Adam. You're okay, right. We've, you're 100% we've take, right. We've taken the sandwich, with, which had the opening parallel to the table. Now we have flipped it uh, <laughs> 90 degrees, uh-huh. and we have now the opening of the bread is perpendicular to we the table. We have achieved vertical meat. Yes. So, do you <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> well... So, <laughs> Oops, one of, vertical one of, my, one of my best, uh, one of my um, favorite accomplishments or achievements on this show. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so we have our, we have the bread now opening perpendicular to the table. Is it now not a sandwich just because we turned the bread that way? <sighs> According to Mike, it, yes. According to Mike, it's no longer a sandwich. According I, to no, rational human beings, it is I think the a important takeaway here is that you're both dead to me. This is now a haunted podcast hosted by <laughs> your, your very best living friend, Taco Douglas. <laughs> now, I, I have to say, though, this question rocked me to my core because I have never thought for a second. Right, that's how you yeah. died. That's, that's how you I've died. never thought for a second <laughs> that a hot dog was a sandwich until this this episode but it 100 percent is just it's, like a hamburger is also is. a sandwich like yeah, okay, i can't see you guys are it's this is the devil's work i'm just saying i'm all i'm saying is and this is the last thing i'll say on it that i can't disprove that a hot dog is a sandwich yeah. therefore i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and say maybe it's a sandwich it it's probably not, is a sandwich fine. hot dogs aren't sandwiches burgers aren't sandwiches let's move on it's a tiny sandwich a tiny long sandwich. A tiny no. sandwich. Um, Tom Titus Hughes wrote in and said, "Do you think we'll get another Until Dawn anytime soon? And alien mm. and an Alien Isolation sequel? Two of the best games this generation." Hmm. So, so you got I, you actually got a Until Dawn <laughs> sequel, kinda. It was the PSVR game. Oh yeah, on rails. What does it have anything to do with the game? <laughs> no idea. I Sony's like, well, hey, we own this license. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was what's the new game that that we talked about last episode <clears throat> that that studio is making? Oh, uh, I think it's also PSVR. Yeah, I have I, no idea. I think you're right. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head though. I could look it up. Yeah, it is. Oh, I was looking it up. Okay, the good. part of the, the show the where in- we Google things. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that you have a little jingle for it. Ooh, we the got a jingle. part of the show where we Google things. Ooh, it's nice. I'll, I'll keep working here. I'll, I'll workshop it some yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it. So it's the game's called The Inpatient. That's right. Oh. Okay, yes. I remember this so one now. Supermassive has announced it. And this is in that VR reveal list that we talked yeah. about last time. Mm-hmm. So this one looks a lot like an Until Dawn follow-up. Um, okay. So so that that's good. I, I don't. It, it's not going to have that same title, that same spin, but I, I'm glad to see them continuing along that path, you know? Because right. uh, it's mm-hmm. a really cool... Uh, space i'll call it you know like you have quantic dream who's who's making detroit which is a very <clears throat> of course it's it's kind of uh very much in the vein of like uh heavy rain and and those guys those games so uh it's cool to see now this company going a different direction doing it in, in vr so I'm, yeah. I'm really interested to see what how that game does uh, if it's you know well designed if it runs well all that good stuff so yeah but yeah i think that that might be the one tom titus use could Maybe. be could be that that's the best answer we've got i think yeah. right now alien isolation i don't know how well that game did i'd have to go look at like was that the one by one? sega um i think I'm it was sure. mm, i don't I'm, remember on my head i'm not sure alien isolation i can't remember here's the part of the show where we google things it's a little too mellow i gotta i gotta jazz it up a little bit but i, I think it's i think it's getting there uh, uh, oh, it's developed by Creative Assembly. Never mind. I don't know what I was thinking of. Yeah, I was like, yeah. it sounds familiar, but... <clears throat> there, there was a rumor about Alien Isolation 2, um, but it was proved to be false. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess the studio director, Tim Heaton, told GamesIndustry.biz um, <laughs> that it was not true. So, mm. uh, you know, it, that was a game that it had a lot of heat, um, you know, a lot of hype around it. And I know some people really loved it. But I don't think it performed uh, probably well enough to get a sequel. Yeah. But it was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I played about 30 minutes of it, and I was like, okay, uh, I'm done. But hey, that was really cool. (laughs) Which is a shame. But also pretty normal for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, John Crespo wrote in and said, what fictional horror character would be the scariest if they actually existed, Pennywise. Mm, that's a pretty good one. I am not pretty inherently good. afraid I, of I, clowns, though. In a, and I kind of thought with it being a games podcast, you'd go with something <clears throat> from a game. But <clears throat> no, no, Pennywise. Pennywise. Now, are we, are we talking <laughs> Tim Curry, Pennywise? Or are we talking like modern <clears throat> day guy? I can't remember his name. Pennywise, <clears throat> Swedish guy, whatever. Yeah, I feel uh, bad because yeah, that yeah. seems insensitive to call him Swedish guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. And by all accounts, Scars, he's, he's, he's done a Scars very guard. good job. Is he a Skarsgård? Yeah. Oh. It's he's so hard the, <clears throat> to remember he's these the, things. Uh, he's the brother of the sexy Skarsgård from... Oh, okay, really? so from, now that seems very Blood. mean that you've said that. <laughs> the sexy Swedish Skarsgård. This Halloween episode is full of cruelty. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I'm trying to think the, the actually Bill. scariest... It's Bill Skarsgård. And he, made, he did a great job as Pennywise. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I yeah. honestly don't know what's scarier, the new one or the old one. Probably the new one. Uh, but really, I'm talking more about the the one from the book. Okay, I've got it, guys. Fair enough. Remember that witch from PT? <coughs> no. Yes. Oh my gosh, she is terrifying. Yeah, she's, she's got just that like the worst. gash, and she like 
You know, she's like real, she's real yeah. twitchy. Yeah. And she gets all up in your face. She gets right Man. up in your face. If you turn like she'll like walk behind you and if you turn around and look at her, she'll just kill you. Yeah, like, if there's one thing I hate, it's it's ghosts that get all up in your face. Right. Yeah, for sure. If yeah. you look at her on the balcony, she'll kill you. You know, like yeah. it, it's just all these like you have to know exactly where you can and can't look when she's around or you die. So that's terrifying. Yeah. So well, yeah, can't you I just walk her, around with your eyes closed, maybe? That's a good question. Yeah. I never tried that in PT. Try that next well, time. <laughs> Mike, you'd bump your foot on something. You're liable yeah, to hurt true. your foot. That's also I mean, scary. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, you don't but, if do I, that. but if I bump my foot, I probably won't die. That's not like the automatic reaction. Like, bump <laughs> well, it depends foot. on how hard you bump well, it. Well, you know, Mike, let's, let's be <laughs> sane about this thing. My enchanted shin, oh no. <laughs> Mike, let's be sane about this thing, you know, like... Yeah, if you keep your eyes open, you might look in the right wrong spot. The ghost kills you and murders right. you and, uh-huh. and takes your soul. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> if you close your eyes, you're you are liable to to bark your shin on that coffee table. Yeah, it does not feel good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. And I I gotta say, safety first. I was so happy when we bought an ottoman that was like. Uh, it was like all cloth material. It's not just like sharp wood edges anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm, That's, yeah uh, forget yeah. it yeah don't close your eyes and walk around if you got wood tables if you got pt which lady yeah around. <laughs> okay so i'm gonna here's here's my thoughts on this one hear me out mm. dante from the dmc remake <laughs> I, probably oh, not just the worst probably not traditional horror character but it would, I would be the most terrified. Uh, oh, that's so funny! If like I had to deal with that guy in real life, like all the yeah. time, it would just be the most horrible thing. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, a next question comes in from Judge Greg and said, "If you were all haunted by the ghost of a video game character, who would you choose to haunt your co-hosts?" And I'm going to go ahead and just stick with Dante from DMC. If I'm choosing to haunt <laughs> you guys because of your horrible hot dog is a sandwich opinion, <clears throat> yeah. I'm so going to haunt you, Mike. Now listen, you have to listen. deal with that. Mike, I'm going to haunt you with the Guy Fieri from your VR game. Oh, <laughs> yes. Now, Flavor down. Let's, let's, let's clarify here. Uh, that wouldn't be so haunting for me. Uh, he has a very interesting look, and I think he'll eat just about anything, but he seems like a generally very nice guy <laughs> who would probably barbecue for me. So I'm, yeah, he, I'm what, kind of he into He barbecued this. for the, the firefighters. You know, uh, okay. All right. You know, I got to give it to you. California fires. Yeah. I gotta get. I don't like his TV show, and I don't like his recommendations. But, what? But darn it, if he isn't a nice. Dude. He's a stand-up dude. Yeah, I, I love his TV show. It's one of yeah. my guilty pleasures. He, and I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Smash Mouth. I I know. <laughs> I, lo- I know God that he Harry loves everything. <laughs> I know that he loves everything, but I love. I love Human Bowser. What can I say? That's what <laughs> <Human> he. Bowser. <laughs> um. So video game. <laughs> so I would definitely have the ghost of Sonic haunt Mike forever. <laughs> Just giving him so much nineties dude. Yeah, all checking the his time. stopwatch, tapping his foot it whenever Mike's running late. So bad because he can't talk. So well, well what if wait, he brought he his own newer ones? Oh no, he can talk, and it's the voice of uh, Steve Urkel as no, well. No, that's what the cartoon. He, that doesn't count. It, it still counts. It's yeah, it but counts. Mike, Mike, Mike. But what if he brought over his creepy <clears throat> human girlfriend? <clears throat> Oh, yeah, it'd be really creepy and scary. <laughs> <laughs> Would she be a ghost too? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I assume she'd have to be, right? Otherwise, well, otherwise so. she's just a squatter in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, like, there's true. things I can do. For, I can like, call the police like, for that. 
That's very true. Yeah. yeah, if she's a ghost, then you you really you can't do. Now much. I'm stuck in that situation. <laughs> uh, how about how about you, Adam? Do you have any answers? Well, he gave us oh. he gave us oh. the Guy Fieri one. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. Mike. Then I also gave you one. Were you not here it? for that part? I mean, I oh. think I I tuned out for a second. <laughs> he dozed off. Okay, it's very well, late. I mean, it is one forty three a.m. I'm sorry. I don't remember what you take said. Take it on good credit. It was hilarious. It was, it was okay. great. It was the best thing <clears> you've done. Word for it. You'll check you it out when the it. episode airs. It'll be great. David, I loved, you it. loved it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good. So wait. No, I don't want spoilers. Come on. Uh, don't spoil this episode of SBFEGS for me when I listen to it. This very long episode of SBFEGS. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap this up. Yes. Okay. I know one Joseph Grimm. Oh, one. Mm. You only I know, know one. one. I only know is one. Only the one, one, the one and is only this that I'm aware of. Situation? Can there only be one? It's very yes. possible. Oh man! Just to be on the safe side, don't change your name to Joseph Grimm. Um, <laughs> Just in case. So, I believe about the same time last year, he had a wedding anniversary. Yes, he did. And that's usually yeah, and how his, anniversaries. And his wife. Yes, and his wife. Yes, that's true. Both of them together, probably. <laughs> uh, and that's usually how that. That's usually an annual event. I think so. So, I don't know. Adam, you and I had talked about this. Did you get a chance to reach out to anyone to see if we could do something special for <laughs> that? Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> you know, last year we had, not only did we have Arnold Schwarzenegger make an appearance on the show. <laughs> right. And, right. And sing a special anniversary song for Joseph, but we also had the Arnold Schwarzenegger from the future who time traveled yeah. back uh-huh. to also sing the duet, which was very cool of him. Yeah. It was very and he, cool. He is here in New York right now. He came, he's actually in my living room right yeah, now. Yeah, so I, I, of course I have Arnold here. <clears throat> David and I have has Arnold here. He has future Terminator Arnold there. And I, I think it's only fitting that we sing Shania Twain's Still the One. <laughs> now, let me just, let me just preface. <laughs> New York City Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't know this song very well. So he's just going to do the background vocals. So All right. So yeah. <clears throat> Wait, hold on. Wait, so if, let me just clear this out here before you bring them into the room because I think this would be embarrassing. He forgot he forgot the song. <laughs> okay, I was going to say yeah. the past Arnold knows and future Arnold doesn't, but yes, it makes sense. He forgot it. It's been so long. In time it's travel, you know, so everyone years. knows time travel messes with your head and yeah. you forget Shania Twain it, songs. It can be very disorienting. So. Right. When you go back, you can't take anything with you, including your memory of Shania Twain. That's right. It's the first thing to go. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Arnold, if you would, if you please. <clears throat> mm, uh. Yeah, I better get in position over here too. All right, hello everybody. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? going to- oh, yes. Arnold, I'm so-, so happy you could join us for this. Yes. So <sighs> I remember, uh, I remember last year, and Arnold, you probably remember uh, like 30 years ago or something <laughs> like that. But uh, anyways, so I'm not sure. Sing- Where are you going with this? Now we're going to sing uh, Shania Twain, still the one for Joseph oh. and his wife oh, for okay. eight, eight years of of marital bliss. Miracle. Miracle. <laughs> Wait, so what? anyways. <laughs> Give me one more take on that. Very funny. <laughs> here we go. It was, it's, they've been married for a long time now. <laughs> okay, cool. And so they, any, anyhow. So I'm going to skip into it a little bit, but here we go. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> they said, I bet 
They'll never make it, but just look at us holding on. Still together, still going strong. You're still the one. <laughs> still the one I want to. <laughs> one I belong to. You're still the one I want for life. <laughs> You're still the one. <laughs> still the one I <laughs> I love the one I the one I dream of. You still the one I kiss. Good night, Joseph and your wife. <laughs> Thank you, no, Bernie. Thank no, you Arnold, very much. Arnold, wait, don't go. I've got oh, a very, he... very important message for you about the future. He's gone. Your future. He doesn't want to know. He's like Doc Brown. He's like, don't, nah. don't eat that cheese sandwich tomorrow. <laughs> That's all. I, I've got to go now. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Arnold. I, I really, Adam, I really yeah. hope you relay that message. It's very I, important. I'm sure I will remember. I have a very excellent memory. Now, do, okay. you, do you think when, when past Arnold hears future Arnold's message that he'll know that he means a sandwich and not a burger or a hot dog? <laughs> I mean, because how could he know? It could be any of them. Well, I guess it could be a cheeseburger. Yeah, I guess it could be. Or a cheese dog. It could have been a cheese dog. dog. Oh, man. Man, I guess we we should probably use different words to describe these things. (laughs) Oh, well, maybe we'll think of something in the future. Oh, man. Uh, Only future Arnie can tell us. Yeah. Uh, So, Adam, uh, do do you have something to maybe sell us? I think so. I mean, Mike, it's up to you. Do we have any more of the tweets? We have any? Is that have we wrapped it up? <laughs> no, we blasted those tweets. We blasted, we blasted those tweets through them Halloween yeah. all right, style. All right, Halloween style blasting. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> all right, so I, I think this episode's been going very long. We we discussed yeah. possibly sharing an SBF EGS spookum. I think. Well, we'll, what do, what's your I, take, Mike? I think we a have quick a whole, spookum. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Adam quick clearly spook-em. Adam clearly wants to do a quick spookum. So yes! okay, oh. uh, yeah, it's only it's only one forty nine a.m. Yeah, it's, I know, it's not and, that big a deal. And it's it's, it's, it's not like fine, it's not like it's Eric's fine. waiting for us. It's totally fine. Um, let me open up my inbox again because I had already closed it. <laughs> well, no, you can share this one from memory. I want you to share your. Story you want me to share my spookum story? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, goodness. I want to start out by saying no. I have no spooky stories. You have no, no spooky I, stories. I have one, and but I'm going to save it for next year. Okay. okay. Somebody wrote in uh, about this, and uh, I can't tell you who that is now because I closed all my notes. It's but. Uh, it's J J uh, F K A J Biz J Biz. Okay. Uh, F K A J Biz John Rubinia. He asked, wrote in, "Have you guys ever experienced paranormal spoopies?" Where did you get my yes. Twitter questions? <laughs> Email. <laughs> You emailed them yes, to us. Yes. Okay. Well, now that's breaking the fourth wall here. But uh, <laughs> now we haven't okay. addressed the audience directly yet. Actually, we do that the whole podcast. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you All don't right. don't tell them how the sausage is made. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so you asked, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> it was a bit. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Hold your hand through the joke. <laughs> Uh, All right, go for it. Go for so, it. So, Spookum story. Okay, so uh, I have a Spookum story. Would you like to hear it? Yes, I would. Okay, nah. I, had, I had a feeling. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, so, yes, and please so tell me more. Many, many moons ago. <laughs> yes, and on on a night not so different than this one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I moved in 
to a murder house. A murder house? Yeah, you might have missed that part with the uh, the background music. That no, suddenly I didn't kicked miss on. it. I heard it all. Uh, yeah, I moved into... Uh, now, we didn't know this, right? So we, we bought this place and then uh, got moved in and then had a, uh, someone for the realty company, not our realty company, but the one that sold this place, like, oh, hey... We kind of super forgot to uh, disclose to you that, uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> like, it's not a big deal, but maybe a little murder took place in there. <laughs> and I was Just like, I'm maybe. sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't hear you. Like, <laughs> what what happened in this house? And they're like, oh, yeah, it was, I mean, not a big deal. Like, just maybe, like, somebody, you know, <laughs> killed their wife. Oh. In that house. And it's like, oh. Well... I do want new under padding. Like, so can you can you get that taken care of for me so I don't have to, you know, sue you for not disclosing all the stuff you're supposed to disclose? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, here's, they are certainly supposed to tell you about a murder. They are. Style. So here's the mm. thing. If, if now this is this is a pro tip. HUTV, you can use this for free. If you move into a house and you find out it's a murder house after the fact and they were supposed to disclose that to you, you can use that to get like goods and services that you want in the house that you couldn't afford when you first oh, moved in. Oh, now, OK, is murder house the technical term? Uh, I mean, it could be murder condo. It could be murder, <laughs> uh, <laughs> murder apartments murder, in my case. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, apartments are harder to buy these days, but, um, well, I mean, not, what apartment has someone not, been murdered? I guess in? they're technically called condos, but they're, yeah, they're that would the be, same thing, basically. I think yeah, for apartments, someone has been murdered in each one of them. Yeah, this is true. They've been murdered for long enough just, that you, you just, <laughs> just assume, right? Yeah. So, so. Uh, matter of fact, they have to disclose if no one's been murdered there. Wow. So you know how lucky you are. I mean, the house I live in was built in 1890, so someone's been murdered in, in here since, <laughs> Absolutely. since that time, right? At some point. Someone, That's, I mean, the cost of all... What are the odds that nobody's been murdered in there? Yeah. And, <laughs> and we'll say slim uh, to none. Slim to none. What, what are the what are the chances that story was true? Well, when I decided to rip up the carpet to put new floors in, uh, I found the spot it happened at. Oh, <laughs> so uh, thankfully the 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 very nice uh, young gentleman that were ripping the carpet up with me that we had hired to put the new floors in. Uh, we're like, oh, it looks like you had an oil stain or something in your, in your bedroom at some point. <laughs> oh, like, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, ooh, I'm sure that's I, what it is. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. Let's not worry about that. So You didn't tell him? No, absolutely not. Are you crazy? I want them to like, there was probably a ghost in there somewhere? Look, well, first of all, you never tell people they're doing work there's a ghost in your house because then they'll do <laughs> shoddy work to get the, the, done quickly and leave. Or they won't do the work yeah. at all because they'll be very scared of the spookums. That's um, true. <laughs> and and it, it it turned out to be fine because it turned out the only the I mean the the place was haunted. I mean, let's just get that out of the way, right? <laughs> That's Obviously, the very condo that we played rock band, David. It really was. What? Yeah, you've been in you my murder were house. There. You were I in the murder house. I didn't experience any strange going. No, on. no. We, here, and here's the problem: you didn't stay late enough because, like all oh. ghostly occurrences, <laughs> it only occurred at the same time every night at two a.m. And it manifested by the ghost possessing my upstairs neighbor and having them vacuum at 2 a.m. every single morning so I couldn't sleep. <laughs> so I had to move out of the murder house. Oh. So, okay, so it wasn't really a spooky. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, no, not, not, not really a spooky because ghosts aren't real, David, but... For the purposes of storytelling, I hope I I hope I took you to a place that was fun. I mean, well, I'm glad I'm wearing a hat in this episode because my <laughs> hair is now bone white. 
Mike, I'm just going to say, I guess you haven't spent a whole lot of time on YouTube if you think ghosts aren't real. That's true. I oh. haven't spent yeah. <laughs> enough time on YouTube. You He's calling you out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's very true. All right, you guys. That has been SPF EGS Spookums. Yeah. Uh, next year, we'll do it when it's not like almost midnight. And I will tell it with more gusto and do you more mean fervor. Not almost 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, sure. I guess for some people. So, you know what you can do if it is almost 2 a.m.? And you can do it really any time of the day. You, you could vacuum. Vacuum would be a thing you could do any time of the day, and you don't have to do it at 2 a.m. That is a thing. It's you true. Do. One time, I think that same ghost uh, inhabited my upstairs neighbor to start playing the drums at full volume at 12 a.m. Yeah, that's about right. Like, it sounds yeah. like the ghost after you visit my murder condo may have followed you he home. He probably followed oh. me. But just for one night, though. Just for one night. <laughs> well, now they're in New York City. It's a big place. Yeah, also, you guys have... So they're just hopping around from apartment to apartment. Right. Yeah. Plus, you guys have Ghostbusters there. So ghosts, you know... Oh, right. At least you have that. They don't last long. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't short work of them. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Short work of them. Yeah. But you know, vacuum cleaning at 2 a.m., you know, drumming at 2 a.m., you know, whatever it might be. All of those things are audible, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you mean as in they can be and heard? You, they can be heard. And exactly. And you know what else is audible? Audibletrial.com slash SPFVGS, <laughs> where you can go sign Stupid. up for a 30 day trial. You can get you get a free month. You get a free audiobook. It's fantastic, and it's good to do. It's good and fun. It is very fun. So you, you basically you go you. to audibletrial.com slash spfegs. You sign up. There's a million budget. Well, okay, one hundred eighty thousand. We'll say plus audio programs, books, you know what have yous, and you download a title free. You start listening. You can listen to something spooky like The Shining. Why not? By Stephen King. Have you heard of that? I have have of I it. heard of The Shining I or Stephen King? I haven't listened to it, though. That's, that's, that's very much about a man who's having the spookums. Maybe he kills his wife. Who knows? I can't say. It's a spoiler. <laughs> I've seen the movie, and I still can't say what happened in that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you can get that free on audibletrial.com slash SBFEGS. When you sign up, you support our show. We get a little little kickback, a little royalty from that. Yeah. Helps, uh, helps how keep is the this, lights on. How is this a kickback? And it does a kickback right here. Milking, <laughs> milking the little oh, audible milking, teat. Milking the teat. Okay. Milking the teat of audible. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, <laughs> we get yeah. the milk. We get the yes, milk. Yes. <laughs> and then we make it into audible. a milkshake and we <laughs> drink it up. <laughs> we <drink>. Okay. It's <laughs> getting real weird, you guys. Yeah. All right, so here we are, the meat and potatoes topic for the evening. We have a very special guest, as mentioned earlier in the show, Eric Anderson from Cyan Worlds. How are you? All right. Welcome. Thanks Welcome. for having me That's on, so guys. Cool. Thank you. No yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. We you appreciate bet. it. So, um, yeah, just to dive right in, could you tell us just kind of how you got started in, in game, game development? What's your sure. origin story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I went to college thinking I was going to go make 
big movies. Uh, Jurassic Park had come out when I was in high school, and it's like, ah, I can go make dinosaurs or whatever. So <laughs> I went uh, and got a degree in like generic computer graphics, which at the time there wasn't a whole lot of good programs. And so I went to a fine art school in Minneapolis. I actually really liked the school I went to, but there was no such thing as a computer graphics degree. So I ended up uh, getting an internship doing like uh, commercial graphics work, like doing TV, oh, okay. TV commercials cool. and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, graduated college in 98. In 2000, I was very fortunate to get hired at uh, Cyan Inc., Cyan Worlds, uh, whatever it was called at the time. I think they just called themselves Cyan at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was on like my short list of places that I would do anything to go work for. It was, it was <laughs> them, uh, ILM, and Pixar. And I think I got, I think I got rapidly rejected by the other two. Of course, I, I was just out of school. I didn't, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, yeah it's high aspirations to shoot right for Pixar and ILM right out of college. That's yeah. I didn't know any, I didn't I like know any better. There. I look yeah, back no, now and I'm awesome. like, I, love oh, it. I was, I was an idiot, but um, <laughs> so I, I actually, I got hired as funny story. I actually got rejected first. I, on the wall Ooh. of my office at Cyan, I keep my rejection letter in a frame. And people come <laughs> in and, yeah. And then they called me back a few months later. I think they forgot that they rejected me. And they said, hey, you want to <laughs> come up for an interview? And I was like, yeah. So oh, uh, that's awesome. started in 2000. And I have been on and off with Cyan kind of since then. Um, okay. Several breaks. I think I... I think I hold the record for the number of times laid off and rehired at the company. Oh my God, man. Three or four times ballpark, but, um, but we're still around. The company's still doing all right. And we've had a really good last year. Um, couple yeah, of years, I should awesome. say. Yeah. Uh, so I got hired there. I worked on a game called Uru. I don't have any, any guys are familiar with Uru or Mist Online. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. called. Oh, okay. Mist Online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we worked on that for a few years, and then our publisher decided that they didn't want to do online games, which when you're trying to ship an MMO is actually really bad news. So (laughs) yeah, uh, so that didn't go so well. And then we did Myst 5, which was kind of built uh, from the the wreckage of Uru. It was the pieces we were going to put into Uru, and we were like, let's just make it a single player thing. And mm-hmm. that was so, 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 uh, and then business was kind of going downhill and we weren't getting a whole lot of, uh, uh, bites from publishers and that sort of thing. Uh, around about 2008, uh, was one of those layoffs. Um, I stayed in Spokane and I did uh, commercial like freelance animation work, a lot of mattress okay. commercials. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, specifically if you, mattress commercials. Oh, really, yeah, there was a, like there, I specialize. You can put that on a resume. I specialize like, in mattress commercial I got, work. So I got laid off in 2008. For the rest, of the next two years, I think I full time was making uh, animated commercials for Matt. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Sleep Train. It's a, oh, it's a okay. sleep train, yeah. So if you wow. see the big time, yeah. If you see of, commercials, of the mattress world, right, that's right. The big time. So if you see commercials <laughs> with like this train rolling through the landscape, like scaring people in their sleep or whatever. Like that's, <laughs> Oh, like that Thomas was train. probably some crap I did. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, man. thankfully I, if you can tell, I, I'm not a big fan of like, uh, advertising work. There's amazing yeah. talented people, but I actually prefer to like tell a story and sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was real fortunate in 2011, uh, Jonathan Blow asked if I wanted to work on a game he was doing. And so I worked for three years on what became The Witness. Uh, oh, and then very cool. In during that time, because I, we were thinking, oh, we we're going to ship this any day now. And I was thinking, oh, no, I got to I got to find something else to do. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the folks from Cyan who were still in town were talking about, well, why don't we do a Kickstarter? 
I mean, all these other, you know, uh, Double Fine had done uh, uh, Broken Age via Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Blew up really big. And that was all based on, like, nostalgia, gaming, and all that. So we ran a Kickstarter and for abduction, and it did well. And then we went and yeah. I spent the last three years doing abduction. So Wow. Yep. That That's was amazing. cool. Yeah, I, I was curious about that, if there was overlap in between The Witness, because, you know, the... The witness came out in January of 2016, yes. and then all and then abduction hits in in the summer in August, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, we did and it in six months. It was easy. Yeah, no, it was it was actually a lot of overlap. Um, yeah, I, I was wondering about that. What? How did you make that work? As far as you know, okay, I'm I'm going over here. I'm doing this at night or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so the the full story there is we ran the Kickstarter in, I want to say it was October of 2013, mm-hmm. and. Uh, before we ran it, I, you know, talked to Jonathan and I was like, Hey, just a heads up, you're going to see this Kickstarter come out and it's got my name attached to it. And I'm not, <laughs> I am not going to bail from the project. And at that time he was like, we're shipping in six months. We're shipping this thing in six months. And oh, I was yeah. like, no problem. I will be here until the end of the road. You got me. You can, you know, count on me. Yeah. Well, so another seven months went by and they were still nowhere near shipping and I was oh, like, listen, man. we're starting to ramp up. We got to. And so I rolled. I, most of the primary production work had been finished at that point. This was like mm-hmm. s- okay, so, summer of 2014. Yeah. So as far as I guess we should we should establish for, for the sure. listeners who may not know uh, your role in, in oh, both right. games would be uh, uh, yeah. uh, an environment artist, correct? Or, yes. or, or yep. is there more to it than that? Um. Yeah, I mean, there's always more to it. The the my title right now is art director, so I run the entire production department for uh, Cyan, and you know, hired the team and um, yeah, very cool. In charge of making sure things are up to snuff, and I ended up mm-hmm. taking on. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit. My job totally changed on the on abduction. Um, <laughs> on the witness, I was one of three primary uh, world building environment artists. We did not have an art director. It was just three of us uh, working directly with Jonathan and the programmers trying to make the look of the game and build everything and all that. So um, that was fun. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was, that was a crazy project, but I'm really, really <laughs> proud of, of everything we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So The Witness, I mean, anyone who's listened to our show will know that I, <laughs> I raved about The Witness. I was awesome. Like, I was so addicted to that game. That I was like, I was take pictures of my my PS4, uh, the TV screen, and like try to solve the puzzles on in the in the image editor uh-huh, on my phone, uh-huh. like late, like while I was at work and stuff. Be like, oh yes, you <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so I would be, oh man, there was one week in particular where I was playing that game hardcore. My wife was sick, so I was just like sleeping on the couch downstairs to not you know get infected. Yeah, and which meant that I had no accountability and I was staying up till like 3 a.m. every night <laughs> playing a witness. And every day I would go into work. Mike and I worked together and I would go into work and he would see me. I looked like just I'd been just out on death. a bender all night, <laughs> you know? And uh, and he'd be like, oh, the witness again, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's I'm not awesome. doing it tonight though. I'm going to sleep tonight. And then I would do it again. It was, it was like, it was bad. It was addiction. You just couldn't help yourself. Yeah, how long, how was, long did it take you to beat it? Um, I played it pretty hardcore for about a week to two weeks. It okay. was probably a week and a half. All right. Um, 
but I would I was playing like three or four hours a night. So I yeah. mean, it was it was a good it was a good chunk of time. That's respectful, oh, man. But, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I almost have the platinum on that. I and I may double back for it, but who knows? <laughs> you know, there's there's so much to play all the time. That, um, especially this year. Oh my goodness, this this has year been a crazy. crazy year. We've talked about it already on the episode, but. Gosh, crazy. Anyway. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you, uh, you mentioned Jonathan Blow um, approached you. Was Did he know of your work from just your time at Cyan? Or? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, back then, uh, one of our programmers at Cyan used to work with him years ago. And so he would say, oh, yeah, back when I used to work with Jonathan or whatever. And I was familiar with him. Um, I wasn't familiar with him prior to prior to Braid, of course. And then when mm-hmm. Braid, Braid came out, yeah. Braid got huge. Uh, yeah. And he was a huge name in the indie scene. Um, and so he and I had actually been communicating for a couple of years prior to that. Um, mm-hmm. I think when he was first spinning up The Witness, when he was ramping down on Braid and he was spinning up The Witness, he actually contacted me about moving down there and working on it then. And I was like, I'm not moving to San Francisco. That's just not in the cards. Yeah. And I said, basically, <laughs> you know... Uh, when you get to the point where you need people to just do the manual labor and build the world, give me, give me a ring. And, uh, and it was just, you know, one of those things, I think I reached out to him and said, Hey, I'm, uh, I got, you know, I'm looking for work. And he was like, Oh, good timing. I'm looking for people. And it was like two weeks later I was, you know, working on the game. So that's perfect. (laughs) That's That's amazing. Yeah. So did you go and spend time there at the studio that you kind of see at the end of the game there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I mostly worked here, obviously. This this room actually is where is where I did all my work from. Um oh, okay. and so I would go down there from time to time just to meet with the team and and that sort of thing. Um yeah. I was actually in that studio the day of the launch of the game, which was really funny. Oh, okay. Because after the I think before after we had like a small launch party in San Francisco, we went to uh-huh. the office and it was hilarious because they turned on PlayStation, I don't know what it I don't I actually don't own a PlayStation, so don't sue me, but they, uh, <laughs> more of a PC gamer. Uh they they the streaming service where you can just watch people play as they as they play the game. And it oh, was yeah, okay. hilarious because it was I was watching Jonathan Blow watch other players play the witness oh. and like comment commentary <laughs> no over idea. he's like no you're screwing this puzzle up <laughs> and it was really funny and i was telling the other programmers like I, w- I i wish they had programmed in something so that like the game detected when jonathan was watching you and his head would just pop up <laughs> from the corner of the screen oh that would be amazing just like, yeah, was watching like, you play the witness I, I love that and you know what if Jonathan now knows about that idea, he's probably like in his genius lab cooking that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I was a I was a huge huge Mist fan way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, played it on PC, awesome. know, Windows ninety five, um, and and then Riven as well. And then I kind of fell out of gaming for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's why when the the Kickstarter for Abduction kind of took me by storm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh! I oh, please fund, please fund this game." <laughs> and uh, so, really, me too. That's uh, what I was saying too. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm curious. Like uh, you mentioned, that Cyan was on your short list of 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 dream jobs, right? Of, the, of places you wanted to work really badly. Yeah. So did that come out of being a big Mist fan back in the day? Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mist um, came out when I was in uh, high school. Actually, the the my senior year, I believe, was when Mist came out. And my first year of college, I have memories of myself and my first year like college roommates all gathered around my I guess what was then a 
Power PC Mac. It was one of those like oh, okay. pizza box. Yeah. Pizza box it was my first one that I bought with my own money or whatever. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'd just be huddled around the screen playing this silly game, and everybody it hooked everybody. Um, yes, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and I just remember everyone taking notes and drawing oh, diagrams. God, yeah. Yeah. And all <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that was back when you know the, the QuickTime video was like a big deal. Like, oh my god, yeah. it's full. It's, yeah. it's it looks like real life, and you know, you yeah. look at it, like. <laughs> 320 by 240 video or whatever. Yeah, it's like a postage stamp. <laughs> yeah. yeah in, in the original Mist, couldn't like only a small section of the screen be video? Is yes. That, yeah. Absolutely. And so like you'll 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 transition and there'll be like butterflies flying around and they'll only fly within a certain area. And it's because that was the pixels that they were allowed to yeah, update. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, for me, it was it, it hit at the perfect time because I was interested in computer graphics. Like I said, I was inspired by. Jurassic Park and all these other, you know, big CG blockbusters back then, because this was mm-hmm. prior to just prior to uh, Toy Story. So the idea of a full 3D oh, animated yeah. feature hadn't quite hit yet. And mm-hmm. the combination of um, the combination of Mist and seeing what pre-rendered graphics could look like at the high end, because, of course, remember back then those were like mind bendingly good graphics. Oh, they yeah. really oh, yeah. were. Uh, combined with Pixar's movies, totally changed my trajectory. I lost kind of interest in doing film work and was like, wow, this full CG stuff is really, really interesting. So mm, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, very cool. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm curious if you could expand a little on maybe the discussions, or I don't know if you were involved in them, but kind of the discussions leading up to uh, the crowdfunding, you know, going the Kickstarter route. Cause sure. I know, I know that's something that, you know, just looking at the history of the studio, you know, for people who don't know the first couple uh, missed games, big hits. Um, and it looked like the third game was outsourced, right? It went to Ubisoft. Yeah, three, and, and, uh, three and four both were done completely outside. Yeah. Three was done by Presto studios mm-hmm. and four was done by Ubisoft, uh, Montreal, I think. Um, <laughs> and then we, you know, then Uru became the next, technically the next miss game and then miss five came after that so yeah um, sure uh like i said it was 20 2013 we actually started talking about this in 2012 and uh the the person who gets who needs the credit for this is actually uh our current producer ryan warzeka um back during the uru days he was our community lead and he uh kind of did odd jobs around you know he was he actually moved to spokane as a mist fan before ever getting hired, and we knew him, this is in the early 2000s, we knew him as like, this guy who moved to Spokane because he's really into Mist? That's kind of weird. But then we had, we, uh, an opportunity came up at the company looking for like, I believe it was an intern or an assistant or something, and he came in and did a great job, and over the years became you know an integral part of the company. He was still local, and he was the one who floated the idea like, there's several of us still in town. We're all working on jobs or we're doing whatever. I was working on The Witness at the time. He said, mm-hmm. why don't we get the band back together? Rand's here, you know, and we, we floated the idea to Rand. And he uh, and Tony, the president of the company, the two of them are sort of, you know, run the company. And they were they were like, huh, tell us more. Because they weren't really, they, didn't, <laughs> they weren't plugged into the video game, you know, industry stuff um, yeah. with like Kickstarter and all that. And so we mm-hmm. showed them the numbers and showed them what these other Kickstarter projects had had, had when they pitched, which in some cases they didn't have a lot. 
And they really got behind the idea. They were like, wow, maybe we could do something with this. And so we actually talked about it for a full year. Uh, I want to say it was oh, fall man. 2012, and then we launched the Kickstarter in, in fall of 2013. And we met almost every week up at Rand's house. We literally would just drive up there and get together and sit around his table and, and pitch ideas. And for <laughs> the longest time, it was actually going to be a missed sequel. You probably, it might make you sad, oh, okay. but yeah, it was, <laughs> oh. we, we had a whole thing we were going to do that was a missed related um, project, which would be, you know, someday I hope we still get to do it because it would be a cool game. Um, yeah. And Rand was the one, I want to say it was probably nine months into this whole discussion project. He came in one day and he was like, guys, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do a missed sequel. Um, oh man! And it was because of the all the baggage, right? So you've got okay, yeah, you've got story that. baggage, you've got mm-hmm. um, mechanical baggage, which is, and we ran into this a lot on Uru and Miss Five, the linking, like how linking books, right? Mm-hmm. How do they work? Like you know, supposedly it's it, there's all these rules, and um, if something moves, if the linking book moves, uh, does it does the player end up in the same place the same destination just that mm. all these like logistical issues that come up and he was like i don't want to go back into those discussions of <laughs> how do we work around yeah. it. and then if you played mist five or uru there's this creature they introduce called the borrow which can link itself can sort of teleport wherever it wants and it, we were like let's let's not let's not go there yeah <laughs> and we had been kicking around uh this other idea called abduction for literally about 10 years it had been kicking around the company Oh wow! Yeah, and it, it had gone through several major iterations. It's for, it it started out life as sort of a, a way to try to um, compete with uh, Halo and other sci-fi shooters that were really popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then from there it morphed into this weird tongue-in-cheek comedy version of that. It was actually <laughs> I. It's hard to even discuss it now because I can't really imagine Cyan producing that kind of a game. But it, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it was a whole comedy thing for a while. That uh, was like a reality show about an old man trying to get his dog back from aliens. That was literally what. <laughs> and then, uh, and then when we brought it up again, we were like, "Well, what if we took some of the core ideas, which was really just like you're interacting with otherworldly species." Um, but we tried to pull some of the some of the core design pillars back to what made Mist and Riven so unique and so memorable for people, mm. and that's what we mm-hmm. pitched. Is it's not a, it's not a sequel, but it is a spiritual successor, right? It's the same components, yeah. and uh, I feel like we did that because I've heard a million people say, you know, the first hour of the game, they're like, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm playing Mist again." Yeah, um, no, absolutely. So. Yeah, that was that was something that I wasn't sure how similar it was going to be to that Mist feel, mm-hmm. and. Uh-huh. And having been a big fan, I was I was hoping it'd be somewhere close, but I was just kind of cool with whatever they want to do. Like I'm just happy that I'm getting this game. Right. And then I started playing it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally hundred <laughs> percent. Awesome. Yeah. So I was loving that as- that aspect of it. Um, but yeah, the I, I wrote a review for our site about you know all about the game. Uh, I love that. Um, the soundtrack, uh, same composer as as the original mm-hmm. Mist games, mm-hmm. um, Robin Miller, yep. um, and yeah, it, there was there was so much there that just felt like the original games, and yeah, it, of course, being full motion, you know, like Mist Five, but you know, with modern, you know, Unreal Engine Four and, right. and the whole nine yards. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely it, you guys deserve some kudos because it definitely lived up to my very high expectations uh, for the game. I so, appreciate that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, definitely. Something that surprised me the most about the game was uh, 
I, I think I played like there was like a demo before the game came out or something, right? There was there some sort of like pre-release thing. Am I crazy? I don't know. I played a small su- snippet of the game somewhere. I, we, it was at somehow. some. I know we we had it at some trade shows. So you might have been at a PAX or something, maybe uh, maybe Comic Con. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I maybe I watched someone play it. Maybe there was a video. Yeah, that could be snip online. Anyway, my memory's not very good. But, uh, <laughs> this is all super, was, super critical to the story, I'm this, sure. <laughs> this is all very important to the story I'm about to say. I, when, I, when someone walked up to one of those little uh, hologram things and, like, you saw a full motion video of, like, actors, like, delivering lines, like, that was, like, the... I was so sure there would be no full motion video, and then there was, and I was so, like, I was delighted, you know? Yeah, like, I was so you, happy. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, that's, that's a fantastic point, because it... It's something that you really don't see very much anymore. Right. People fall into two camps on that, by the way. They either think it's amazing and like Mm -hmm. this cool nostalgic throwback, or they're like, it's 2016. (laughs) What are these idiots? It is, and I would have raged if it wasn't there. (laughs) I loved it so much. Um, So the story behind that is originally, like when we were having our, you know, weekly meetings and we were like, here's what we're going to do. Um it was going to be full 3D, like, you know, awesome characters or whatever, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then we ran the Kickstarter, and the Kickstarter, Kickstarter by all accounts, did amazingly well. We, we, mm-hmm. I think we, 1.3 million was our, was our take on that, which sounds mm-hmm. awesome, unless mm-hmm. you know anything about video game production. <laughs> uh, 1.3 million it's, is, it, is, like, is, like, barely enough to make a mobile game it's it, i mean <laughs> it, it's really not that much money and we ended up having to reach outside for outside investment to finish and everything but um as a result of of sort of our budget and then the the production schedule as we began making the game we had to downscope drastically and one of mm-hmm. the first things that we were looking at like hey what can we do to make this more approachable? And the very first thing on the list was like those CG characters that we were going to spend, you know, have a whole team of people just doing characters or whatever. Mm -hmm. How how can we cut corners? And the proposal sort of, I think it was kind of a joke proposal at first, like, well, we could always do full motion video. Um, (laughs) And then we were like, Hmm, actually, I love it. Uh, and so we shot those with with stereo camera so that they actually are. If you play oh. in the Oculus Rift, you actually have stereo depth. Um, oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Part. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I we could we could have done a better job. We did it, like you know, literally at the company. We shot the footage in our basement and processed it mm-hmm. there and everything. Um, and we were limited by resolution for tech reasons and performance reasons and all right. that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think it looked all right for yeah it makes sense like it makes so much sense for it to be full motion video so the the holographic stuff that you did around it is actually really cool i was gonna say the holograms i actually think are pretty successful i i agree with people's critiques about the the man in the window you know it's like okay yeah yeah, maybe could have been better but um (laughs) it it worked (laughs) yeah yeah definitely so um as far as you know I, i was wondering if you could kind of compare and contrast, because I know The Witness has this very um, surreal, very uh, saturated kind of look to it. Yeah. And, and you know, Abduction, very much uh, more grounded look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what what were some of the kind of art and design philosophies for Abduction? Sure. Um, it was, I mean, we talked very early on at the beginning, what is the art style going to be? And there was, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we should go more stylized, more like The Witness, more flat shaded, more cartoonish or whatever. And I really pushed to try to keep it in the, in sort of the wheelhouse of 
the mist style, what I consider the mist style. And mm-hmm. we always talk about it as being um, surreal photoreal, right? It's mm-hmm. we're aiming for photorealism where we want our objects to be shiny and feel rough and have texture. Um, but it's sort of amped up. It's not, mm-hmm. we're not, we're not mm-hmm. trying to recreate a photograph. We're trying to make beautiful places that you really want to explore and that have surprising visuals. Um, and there's actually quite a lot of color, I think, in certain places of abduction. Other places are, are more muted, but like Hunrath. Yeah. It's like big purples and pinks and a bright mm-hmm. purple sky and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And so a lot of it was really just, you know, kind of basic color composition. It was, it was trying to draw people's attention using color and, and contrast and all that. And then also to give the the four ages or the four worlds sort of their own palette and their own unique visual identity. And so mm-hmm. that was a lot of that was very intentional. There's a reason we have a blue world and a green world and a red world and a, you know, it's, that's kind of the, that was very intentional from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I think that the visual intent on abduction was more just like let's make it as pretty as we can and draw people in, um, whereas the visual direction on the witness was a hundred percent focused on the gameplay. Like everything yeah. in that game was all about focusing the player's attention where it needed to be focused and reducing mm-hmm. um, visual noise everywhere else. And so they they, they had very different uh, goals yeah. in mind. No, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, the there is something about kind of to what you're saying the the surreal photo reel mm-hmm. thing. Like I I first got that super missed feeling when I got into um, I think it was the second world, and I'm blanking on the name. Um, was but it the, the kind of the very smoke, foggy one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's so, called Captar. We call it the Chain Age when we were working on it. Like the names, the uh, the alien <laughs> names kind of came from Rand and Rawa. They came later, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but that one, it, when it was the funniest moment too, I got to the bridge part, the very first bridge mm-hmm. after you kind mm-hmm. of warp there and there's this super narrow looking long walkway. I was like, oh, it's a mist walkway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it, it's so funny. It's like these little touches all throughout yeah. that, that really bring that, that old feel back. So it was, it was really, really cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. So as far as, um, you, you touched on the Oculus a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, is that one Oculus uh, playability that's available now? Correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, so we, the game actually launched like a little over a year ago on PC mm-hmm. and then uh, our VR update came not too long after. It was a couple months after. So we've been on Oculus and Vive for almost a year. Um, and then we just launched about two months ago on PlayStation four and mm-hmm. our PSVR update is coming out very soon. Um, we're nice. we're dealing awesome. with certification stuff right now, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So we've I'm actually been forward to that. Oh, awesome. I'm cool. Look, I have yeah. one. So <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a PSVR guy. I played it on in old fashioned. Old yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the PSVR, this isn't um, not to disclaim, but I'm going to disclaim, um, the PSVR <laughs> in terms of horsepower is nowhere near mm-hmm. like a high end PC VR. Rig, oh so yeah. Sure. The, I'm sure. The yeah. visual element, it does not look, will not look as good as it does in 2d. So that's just right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty used to that by now. Like I played resident evil seven, kind of i tried out vr mode i tried out uh the full mode and like obviously the full mode looked prettier yeah but i preferred the vr anyway because it just felt more like i was in there and yeah so so that's why i'm looking forward to it cool that's awesome yeah yeah and it's it's one of um kind of a big batch 
we talked about last uh, episode where there's, there's this huge push coming to PSVR and, and you guys are going to be right in the middle of it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of new new games, new titles awesome. uh, or, or expansions on existing games. So really cool um, as far as that, you know, because a lot of a lot of the PSVR uh, games that are out right now, it's like Batman or you know, yeah, smaller experiences. Yeah. Whereas like uh, David just played through Resident Evil 7, you know, in VR and, yeah. you know, loved it and because it is, it is a VR full games. game yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually so. we actually got a lot of good press when we first launched our our vr update on oculus and and rift mm-hmm. um for being like wow this, these guys are one of the first large size games to actually support vr because prior to that it seemed like all the vr games you could buy were more like tech demos they were more like yeah you know, right. yeah. focused yeah, yeah. Yep. So that yeah, was exactly. that was cool. That was cool. And you know, we were still figuring things out. We ch- we drastically changed our VR navigation after the first release and implemented a mm-hmm. whole new system and all that. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Mm-hmm. As far as uh from a design standpoint, um you know, I I've heard it's not you don't just click the checkbox that says enable VR, right? <laughs> no. You kind of have to you kind of have to like really plan for it and, yeah. and what what are some of those challenges? Um, I mean, so like navigation is the number one challenge. And you know, okay. the, when we first started when we pitched it, we didn't like the industry didn't know what the standards were. In fact, the 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 Oculus Rift DK1 had just come out when we started talking about the Kickstarter and like uh People didn't know, like, oh, there's certain things you just shouldn't do. You probably shouldn't move the player a whole lot, or you probably shouldn't, you know, um, yeah, do a bunch of combat, or you know, make it's, them just make them terribly nauseous. Yeah, it was just like a, it was like a nausea simula- simulator. So yeah, we, we actually some of that was just very. Uh, we were very fortunate because when we uh, one of the early features that we decided to put in the game was what we called a node system, which mimicked the way Mist and Riven worked, where you could just click to walk to the next position, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that was intentional because we knew we had a lot of fans who maybe hadn't played games in the last... 15 20 years and weren't yeah. weren't familiar with you know WASD keys or even a even a, a like Xbox style controller and so mm-hmm. from the get go we had a node system in place where you could literally play the entire game with just a single mouse click and you would just warp from one place to the next huh, and it would really you know cool. in, on the PC version it would interpolate your movement and you everything was still full 3D um mm-hmm. but when we decided oh okay well we need we need to get VR support working. How are we going to get navigation to work? We already had a system in place to let the player essentially warp from one position to the next. And so our first implementation of movement was actually just leveraging our existing node system. So you Mm -hmm. could look around in 3D and then we'd have these hot spots light up and you would click and teleport to the next spot. We would take out the moving transition to not make people sick. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But in the intervening couple of years, like all of this new dynamic teleportation system stuff started cropping up. And so um, shortly after our initial VR release, we implemented a whole new dynamic teleportation system um, uh, where you have sort of a trajectory and you can decide where you're going to tell. We call it the P stream because it looks like a, stream <laughs> um, like the calvin on the back of the right, truck exactly on yeah. <laughs> so we implemented our p stream system uh <laughs> cut that part out if you know Trademark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you know it's so now we can kind of you can teleport wherever and it's great um and that seems to be sort of the standard now for VR games where, where you yeah. can teleport around. But thankfully, mm-hmm. this, the nature of the game doesn't change, right? You're not, it's not a game that's all about swiftly moving from place to place. It's a, it's a game right. about 
deliberately moving in a, in a mostly static environment and really observing mm-hmm. your surroundings. And mm-hmm. so we could get away with a little bit more in terms of um, slowing the pace down and not worrying as much about um, certain performance issues. So yeah. kind of helped in a that's lot of cool. ways. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. So PSVR version you say is coming soon. Soon. Yeah. I wish we, I wish soon. I could give you a date, but the fact of the matter is some of it is out of our hands. It's up to, you know, getting approval from their certification systems and all that. So sure. That's very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Can, can I yeah. assume that's the same system that's holding up your Vita release? You can just say yes if you want to. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's coming, coming out right to... after our, our the Game Boy release of the game. I think that's, <laughs> uh, I think that's still in the pipe somewhere. So, are you guys? Uh, I don't know if you can talk about this, but are you guys um, looking at any other platforms? I know you have PC, Mac, um, Linux. Is it? Uh... Uh, there was. There's talk of Linux. Uh, the Linux thing I can speak to because we get that question a lot. From there's like I think there's five guys, and they're all every five days they ask us about the Linux. <laughs> um, Very vocal minority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Honestly, that part of it's not really up to us because, uh, you know, we're Unreal Engine. And uh, when we started the Kickstarter at the time, they were saying, oh, yeah, you know, it'll run on Linux. Um, but their Linux support just isn't that great. And so we're sort of at their mercy. Like if, if oh, the engine okay. decides to support Linux in a more robust way, then it would be fairly trivial for us to, to get it ported over Linux. But as it stands right now, I don't think that's on their roadmap. So, oh, okay. yeah. Um, regarding the other consoles... Uh, the official answer, which is true, is that we we would never rule out any anything. It's kind of a matter of how many cycles we have. Um, we're still a very small company. We only have four engineers, um, so there's only so much we can handle at any one time. And the PlayStation, yeah. we're still getting off our plate, and we're trying to ramp up on a new project. And you know, it's hard to find. Like right now, I, I wish I could find programmers to come help me out on my day to day, but they're still dealing with PlayStation ab- abduction related issues. So, oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So I guess my final question that I have is mm. when can I have abduction two? Mm. Mm. Uh, I can, I think I can officially say that we're not currently working on abduction two. Uh, <laughs> okay. We are working on a new thing. Uh, we're working, uh, I'm trying to remember what Rand's pitch is. Cause he talks about this on interviews a little bit. So I gotta, I gotta try to get in line with his messaging here, but, and it's, it's all true. Um, uh, he and I are working on a new project, uh, and it is a project that hinges upon play, new players knowing next to nothing about it. Um, oh, okay. And we've oh. even joked that if we ever, you know, we're, we're, we're talking to people about, you know, getting it out into the world. But if we ever, you know, did decide to do a Kickstarter or something for it, it would be a, kind of a weird Kickstarter campaign because we kind of wouldn't be able to say anything. We'd have to say, what? hey, we want to go make a game and we can't tell you anything about it. Um, <laughs> that's but, crazy. Yeah, that's it's, it's a tough sell. If I feel like if there's one studio that could pull that off, it's you guys because that's what makes Mist and Abduction and all these games kind of magical is that you come, you're dumped in, and you know nothing. And yeah, and that is kind of the appeal that makes you start exploring and wanting I think, to know. You know, about it's it, so. yeah, I. I joke about like, oh, we can't, you know, we oh, can't really tell anybody anything about it. But the fact of the matter is there's big games that do that all the time. Um, if you, Even yeah. if you look at The Witness, the most interesting thing about The Witness, you can't tell anybody about. They have to experience it for themselves. For sure. Um, yeah. 
And so this is sort of this is sort of in that same vein. But the big thing is, you know, it's of course I can say it's more of a story based experience. Um, of course, it's all built around interesting, uh, crazy, cool places that you explore. It's definitely uh, right within our you know sort of specialties. Um, and I, I really hope we get a chance to to ship it because it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Eric, thank you again for being on the show with us. It's been a huge, uh, a great time, a huge privilege. Um, definitely appreciate it. So, um, and we'd love to have you back sometime. Awesome, yeah. I, it's been it's anytime. been fun. Anytime you guys want to chat, uh, nice. give me give me a ring. It's I really appreciate you having me on too. And thanks so no, much thank for, you for your enthusiasm on. about the game. It's it's it means a lot to me and the other folks at the studio to see people getting what we do. So yeah, Adam may awesome. be abduction's biggest fan <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah. So he talks about quick, at least once an episode, at least once an episode. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't have abduction, go buy abduction on steam or, um, on PlayStation four. Mm-hmm. So, or soon to be PSVR or Oculus or whatever. Yeah. Correct. There you yeah. go. <laughs> we're, in, we're in all the big online stores. So there you go. All right. Awesome. Okay, so end of the show plugs. Um, Eric, where can people find you online? Uh, I'm on Twitter at E-double-A, spelled out. So E-D-O-U-B-L-E-A. Uh, and uh, Cyan is uh, at Cyan Worlds, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And that's probably the best place to follow what I'm up to. I, I tweet every so often and I retweet all the time and promote uh, company stuff and personal stuff and all, all of that. So Nice. Very cool. Very, very cool. cool. And uh, you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. You can find our episodes, social media, YouTube, merchandise, and more there. Um, If you get a chance, leave us an iTunes review, or you can support the show by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Um, And a very special thanks to the other Eric, Eric Kruger, for our (laughs) podcast (laughs) logo, or for our podcast logo, and for his handsome face, you know. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, Eric. That doesn't make any sense to you, but I'm just pretending. I'm just pretending he's talking about me. Yeah. He's very. Well, you are also very. You know what? I got. I got to double up these ums. Yeah. I mean, you won't uh, come back it? now, but but now you both come. It's like, yeah, it went great, and then it got real weird. Yeah, super weird. Like they're really, really into abduction, guys. Like maybe some distance, <laughs> maybe too into it. You can also follow us on Twitter at SBFEGS Podcast. I'm Barry White. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. Um, You can uh, check our Twitter profiles for PSN, Xbox Live, Switch info if you want to play games with us. Uh, And that's all the time we have uh, for Spooky Best Friends Video Game Sleepover (laughs) Episode 81. It's our Halloween spectacular. Yes. Yes. So thank you again for listening and or watching. And we'll be back every two weeks with more incredibly tough but fair talk on gaming. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's an what does that mean? <laughs> tough but fair talk. I mean, yeah, I tough but fair. Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. So you know what? I got I got to double up these ums. Double up. Mm. Double up. Mm. Mm. Mm.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.